But you sold it for me. And I got some background music for my little...
totally talk right now oh, okay. why because now it really made it socially awkward that's right we're back <laughs> on a whole new friday night with a new show and we have a packed house and i really feel like i'm either like the head 
of some like corporate thing, or I really feel like I'm the Dick Joffrey from Game of Thrones. Like this is all mine. You cannot be at my table. I gave you your own. So we should probably take a picture of this because this is. I know cool. Steve's at his own table, and everybody else is at a little tiny card table. <laughs> we're, we're literally all our knees are touching. This is really. It's kind of a. Well, I just met you guys, but I feel like I really know you now. <laughs> Yeah, we've been friends for ages. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, welcome. Hello, yes, we have guests in the studio. I am. Uh, yeah, you're Matthew. I'm Matthew, and I'm Steve-O, Steve. And we have returning guests, uh, Annabelle. Go yeah. ahead. Good to see you both. I'm back. She is back, and she brought guests. Yes. So, do you guys want to introduce yourself, or Annabelle? Do you have like some cool, whipped-up like introduction where you're like you. Like, I do that all the time, where I'll be like, so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. They're like, all I did was bring you your tape. Like, why are you... All my intros are visuals, so I can, like, wave my hands and do my thing. But I'm like, well, I'll have them introduce themselves. Whoever wants to go first, it's two of them. Do it. <laughs> all right. Do it. Uh, I'm Matthew. Um, uh, I run uh, uh, blog Geek Suite. Yay! Sarah, I also run Geek Suite, so he's, like, co-owner, not the owner. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, welcome aboard. Oh, sorry, Eric. Is, yeah, I know. We're, Eric's uh, putting his uh, his sense that just know the audio. Well, is, the, uh, the problem is, is like I always set everything up, and then this is why I really wish those colored cords still work because then you could be like, oh, this is this person, this is this person, but they're all you know one color now. So I'm like trying to figure out where Matthew was, and I'm all like, I'm like, oh, it's nope, just turn that person down. <laughs> oh, no, not that's not. I really, I should probably just label them, be like, this is Matt. This is always Matt. Um, I don't know why it sounds like that, but yes, we have we have guests on the show. So okay, tell us about the blog Geeks Who Eat. I'm assuming it has to do with geeks. Yeah, it's uh, and food. <laughs> exactly, it's exactly what There's it has to do with too. And, yes, Ooh, and then I'm there. <laughs> yeah, tell us about the website. So it's kind of, uh, we noticed that uh, foodies, the passions of foodies and the passions of geeks are only very thinly separated. So we thought there was like a good cross-pollination there. And also, um, like we, one of the things we want to do is bring upscale dining down to an approachable level. So... If you can relate to us and our personalities and you can see us going out eating all this delicious food at all these cool places, you might want to try it too. You can you can check that out. So Absolutely. We, so that's that's one aspect and then we do a lot of uh like really fun geeky themed recipes. So um I'm going to probably just ask the dumb question that usually most people probably ask is like so what what made you decide like to do something like this like you basically were like well i like cooking and stuff like that but what made me go like hey you know what let's throw this out there let's let's uh let's try to get more people involved and stuff because i because annabelle told me she was like yeah the, they were able to quit their job and pretty much do this blog now and i'm like that's amazing kind of thing so uh because i just got into cooking like finally like cooking myself like last year so i'm all about like finding new things and doing stuff so i i've never had the thing to be like i should totally do a blog because i'd be like you do too many things already Stop! <laughs> like everyone else has drugs, I'm all like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do another podcast. I just need one more. No, oh, one. Uh, if I do nine a, a nine a week, I'm good. You know, you know, I don't have to worry about it. Um, but yeah, so so what what basically like? Let's do this. Let's just have fun. Or would you just like other people should know about this? I've been a blogger since like 2009, 11. So I used to blog for a Disney fan site. So fandom is nothing new for me, and. 
I'm like a total fat kid. I love to eat. I started, you know, my culinary journey when I was 13 years old, going oh, okay. to San Francisco with my sister. I've eaten at uh, French Laundry, which is one of Thomas Keller's like most popular restaurants, and he's a very renowned chef. I ate at uh, Sardine Factory and One Market and Chez Panisse. So all of these places that most adults can't even get into, right. I ate at 13. So my sister is to blame for that, and so she started the <laughs> mania early. So, you know, we were just talking one day, and I was still doing my blog for the other site that I wrote for, which was a geek site. And Daps Magic, by the way, great Disney site. Just got to plug them. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Um, <laughs> so we were doing Geek Eats, and I was just like, you know, I – can't really talk about alcohol. I can't really talk about a lot of things because of the family-friendly tone right. to the site. And it just didn't really fit. Like, yeah, geeks are foodies and foodies are geeks, but it just didn't work. Like, there was just something that lacked. So Matthew and I, you know, had some PR people tell us, they're like, just do your own website. Like, what do you need to go through someone else for? Just build yourself. So Geeks Who Eat was born, and... You know, we didn't do a lot with it. And then about six months later, we started getting pretty active. And then my day job was not treating me well. And not going to name names as to where I was, but it was not a great experience for me. Yeah, so up here is McDonald's. <laughs> no, no, no. It was not in the food world, believe it or not. Oh, okay. If it was in the food world, I might have stayed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was McDonald's, though, if you want to stay there. She could do a fancy McDonald's vlog and, like, whip up crazy recipes. So, actually, that would be interesting. Actually, like... so true story. This weekend, we're going to be testing the new straw. The Shamrock Shake has a special aerodynamic scientist-created straw to get the perfect 50-50 mint-to-chocolate ratio. There have been 2,000 made. 20 of them are in the state of Arizona. If it wasn't oh. you, I thought you were fucking with us. <laughs> no! No, this is legit, and we'll be know. doing that this weekend. Yeah. So This is probably the most intense straw you'll ever come across. Right? I gotta yeah. look at the picture. Are there yeah. pictures? Yeah, oh, for okay. sure. I have a feeling there's going to be a movie about this at some point, like in 2000. Like, Called you know, The Straw. Well, Michael Keaton is doing The a... Last Straw. The Last Straw. <laughs> Michael Keaton did a movie about Ray Kroc, yeah, yeah, the yeah. founder of McDonald's. Right. So oh, that's McDonald's right. is in pop culture again. So yeah, I, I have a feeling they, uh, there'll be the, it'll be the last straw, it'll be like one of those stoner movies. Be like, we gotta get one of these straws, man. It's like, can't we just eat the sh shake normally? <laughs> no, man, we gotta go. This Doesn't do well at the box crazy. office. Yeah, it was the straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> yeah, that's that's actually what what all the reviewers say. They're like, this was the this was the movie. The straw that broke. Yeah, this straw. Right. This straw is crazy looking. Holy <laughs> <laughs> shit! Look at this straw, man. I was just thinking it was gonna be like a green straw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're gonna have to. Yeah, to send this. We'll we'll post this on the Facebook page so everyone can see what we're talking about uh, when this gets released. But yeah, like yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, what I like to know. What I like to know is what's what. What scientist was just like? No, nah, man. Every time you have that shamrock shake, everyone's all like, it tastes a little mini. No, it's just vanilla. It's just cover. No, we need to pick, make the perfect straw to We've do this. We've done it. And they're all like, John, what are you working on? Well, I just found like seven planets. Fuck that. Get off of that. Go ahead and make a straw for McDonald's. You know what it is? The person was sitting there with one of those bendy straws. Mm. And they said, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to put it in with the bendy part in the actual drink. <laughs> we'll cut a couple of holes in it. <laughs> put one at the bottom. We got it made. <laughs> they did it, prototype, and it was awesome. 
And now they made it. It's like gunmetal black. It's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's gonna be the one that comes out that's green, and then next year be like, well, there's the green one or the limited edition yeah. gunmetal yeah. black. So I'm, I'm crazy intrigued now. Where, so where yeah, where do you go for this? Do you guys know what like facility it's gonna be at or restaurant or whatnot? It, they're not gonna have a ton in the state, is what we were told. Yeah. Basically, they set up a meeting for us to see it and try it. Okay. okay. Can you steal us one? We only get one. Are you allowed to videotape yourself doing it, or this is like, no, um, classified? No, we, we're supposed to cover it for okay. the site. So we will be doing reviews, and maybe we'll make our own 50-50 shake at home that we can utilize the straw. And literally, it's straw, all caps, S-T-R-A, because it stands for some an acronym that's like ridiculously long. It's like superior something, something. <laughs> well, yeah. Suction tube for, oh my God, I just reloaded the page. Uh, suction tube for reverse axial withdrawal. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> it really did go all out. You know what straw keeps on getting better and better. You know what sucks though? Now we get to be those people who be like, back in my day we didn't have those straws. All we had was a bendy. Yeah. That was it. Shut up, old man. I'm 32. Doesn't matter. My straws went over my sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, you. Call, yeah, it's going to be like that. You call that a straw? This, this is, is a straw. straw. <laughs> crazy straw the kid's like I don't care oh alright then why is he talking like that oh you don't know that movie either <laughs> damn it how come your Australian went to British yeah, it does that it, it does that like I have to I have to like say to bob and weave. no I don't like to bob and weave it just slips in there because I have to say a certain word to get into Australia like you call that an oif this is an oif and that's probably about as much Australian <laughs> you'll get before it starts going like oh dear there's a straw oh oh no you know right but I'm like, look, if you only need an Australian for two lines, I can do it. <laughs> What's the lines? I can't say that. What can he say? You call that a knife? This is a knife. We're, that's not the line. We'll switch it to that. It's a romance movie. You're like. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we're just going to hire somebody else. No, I can do this. And that's why my voice acting career died on Saturday. Wow. So, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting that. Just be like, shut up. Anyway, back to the straw. <laughs> well, I was going to lead back into the blog. Um, so you were saying that you guys do restaurant reviews and things like that. So um, I'm guessing that it mostly, mostly pertains to local restaurants here in the Valley. But do you guys venture out of state and uh, do things like that? Or do you tend to keep it local? Yeah, uh, mostly local because that's where we have the best access. But right. we are trying to venture to San Diego, Las Vegas, get more like any, any place someone from Phoenix might go. Awesome. So here in the Valley, what are some of your top, uh, top restaurants that you've been liking recently? Oh man. Oh man. That's tough. I mean, <laughs> you, you might have to like narrow it down, but there was a real standout. We, we love tacos. We haven't missed a taco awesome. Tuesday in like three years. Like love we have it. a okay. ridiculous taco obsession. And one of our favorite places, uh, is Cruyente tacos. Okay. The chef there, uh, Richard Nyosa, uh, enters uh, Taco Fest every year and wins a ton of hardware. So he knows tacos. That's awesome. Where's that located? Yeah, I was just with that. <laughs> it's on uh, 40th Street in Camelback. Okay. All right. What about craft brewery places, craft brew? Oh, you know, yeah, I'm going to have to like go with Oso. I still okay. really love Oso. They do a lot of really great beers. Their food is always solid. Also, McFate Brewing, formerly Fate Brewing. Yeah. Uh, their pizza is the business. They also have fantastic beers. And Papago Brewing in Tempe. Yeah. They Their Thai chicken pizza 
is probably my favorite pizza in the valley, nice. and their coconut Joe is probably my favorite stout. Awesome. I uh, I haven't been to Osa, um, McFate and Papago. I have been, um, but I've heard good good things about Osa. I'm saying it right, right? Osa. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, so okay. And I think it's pet friendly too. Yeah, they're super pet friendly. Yeah, they're, very. Their Paradise Valley location hosts all sorts of dog rescue events, and you know they have like a pit bull event, and okay. so they're really active. They actually give away dog biscuits from their used hops. Oh, so they cool. like they make them on site, cool. and our dog is so obsessed with these things. We bring them home for her, and she acts like you just like made her life every time. Do they have, have to dog try that fear? sometime. No. Right? Yeah, right? Would that be fun? A little Our poor little rescue is a former hoarder house rescue, so she she can't be near other dogs, so we don't get to take her to the dog, you know, places yeah. because Prozac doesn't help either. <laughs> but she's still a sweetie. Uh my dog's kinda like that. We rescued her too when she was two months old. And um she loves people. She doesn't really care for other dogs, but, like, uh, she's very rude. She's a sweetheart, but she's just, like, she's a, she thinks she's a lap dog, and she's 50 pounds. She's a medium-sized dog, so yeah. if people come over, she's just like, hey, what's going hey, on? What's good? Yeah. What you doing? Yeah, exactly. What's going on? We watching some wrestling? I'm <laughs> yeah. just going to go in your crotch. Is that cool? <laughs> Is this uncomfortable for you? <laughs> I'm going to sit on <laughs> But she's a sweetheart, but yeah. so. Um, you just need a bigger lap. I mean, that's yeah. That's, that's <laughs> why it's good. But I, 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 I think. If we were like to take her out someplace, she'd be like, "Whoa!" <laughs> so I'm about to. I'll have to go and get one of those dog treats or a few of them. I just put a bunch of them in my purse. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I'll just take some of those. Walk away. Don't look at me. As you confess on the podcast. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. They don't, cool. they don't know what I look like much, though. It's really like weird because now that we're well known in town, like. You know, because we go to a lot of events and stuff. It's so weird. We will go to places and they'll be like, oh, we know who you are. And we're like, I mean, we don't post a ton of photos like on our site of us. It's always food. Our Instagram is always food. So like, it's always weird when someone's like, oh, we know who you are. And we're just like, we were at a wine place once and we were just, it was a Sunday. We were off the clock, which is rare for us. We're always on the clock and we're having a glass of wine and Someone says something, and we're like, oh, yeah, we have a site, the Geeks Who Eat, and across the room, someone goes, Geeks Who Eat? I know who you are. I follow you. And we're just like, oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I wasn't sure if I should have been embarrassed or flattered, but it was kind of cool. I'll sign your napkin. Yeah, Yeah, that hasn't happened yet, right? Has anybody been like, hey, here's my my chicken filet. Can you sign it? Aren't you want to eat this? No. Never again. Uh, this is awkward. We try to keep it humble. Like, we, we're not critics. We don't, you know, we don't go anywhere to snub. We're not Yelpers. Yeah. Ugh. No. Worst I... thing to happen to food bloggers ever. Because, you know, there's food bloggers and food writers, and we all work really hard, and we all put in the time. We all, you know, I hustle. I'm I'm reaching out to new people every single day trying to make a connection and get us known. And then you have Yelpers who are sitting there writing bad reviews. And I'll tell you what, chefs are never putting out bad food with the intention of putting out bad food. You know, sometimes it's a bad night. Sometimes it's just not your tastes. And, like, it's not our place to be, like, critical of that. So, you know, Geeks Who Eat will never have anything negative. 
Like, we don't post negative reviews. If we don't like something, we'll find something positive to write about, or we just won't write about it. I mean, it kind of goes against the like our, the mission statement for our site, right? Because we're trying to be relatable. We're trying to, to bring this down to the mortal realm and just be really approachable. But the soon, as soon as you have an authoritative opinion, like where you know what's good and what's bad and you can say what's bad, then you're just you're in the clouds at that point, and it's it's really not the same. No, and I can I, I totally get that, and I think that's a, actually a good way to do it because like when I was doing the video game reviews for Arcade Bros and stuff like that, I would just give my honest opinion because it's like I'm not getting paid for this. This is just what I think people should do, and it's kind of funny how you, you realize how you're honest more with people like that. Just going, well, this is my taste. This is what I like. You know, if you really enjoyed this game, that's good that you found something you like. But it's kind of like a meal too. It's like you can go to a bunch of different taco shops, but you know there's going to be that one that is really really good and you might frequent that one a lot more you know kind of thing but you're not going to be like oh don't go here this place sucks true like, story we frequent filiberto's a lot yeah okay i have to ask now we had this this i don't know who i had the discussion with but i had it with somebody filiberto's are you drunk when you're having it no really okay I'm but not here's either. the thing here's the thing though well, we not live, yet sometimes we live in <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, well, I'm not drunk right now it, it sounds a little bit funny to say this but we we live in scottsdale and the scottsdale filibertos i have had like compared to like say the ones like in mesa or gilbert mm -hmm. the scottsdale one always tastes better it's less greasy i i don't yeah. know why I don't know like what the rationale is there, but our food at the one we go to does not taste like the other Filibertos. It's okay. like, you know, the carne asada is not a grease ball. Like you can have a carne asada burrito and yeah. it does not fall apart because it's so greasy. So greased up, yeah. Like, so I don't know if it's just the bias of like our Filibertos tends to not go overly greasy. In fact, sometimes it's dry, which Filibertos is like, whoa. But, you know, so like I just... It's our it's our go to like we didn't have time to cook and we don't really feel like going out Taco Tuesday. Yeah. That and we do eat Taco Bell. I'm not gonna. I'm uh, not gonna I, deny. I love Taco Bell. I get down on Taco There's Bell. There's something <laughs> magical about Taco Bell's soft tacos. Like they're just so perfect. Have like, you guys tried that uh, that new? I, I might be doing it tonight. Oh, yeah? <laughs> they're getting rid of it, so do it soon because it. The I, chicken thing. Yeah. I thought the commercial was genius though. Where it's all like Tommy isn't making any sense. He's like my mouth was full. Like. <laughs> But yeah, it's just what's like, it called? The naked taco? Yeah, it's the naked chalupa. Yeah, it's naked like the naked chalupa. chicken chalupa or something. Yeah. But they're getting rid of it. Like it, it's already like done apparently. So I'm sure it's just gonna be whatever's left in stock uh, yeah. at the restaurant. We had one. What was it? Tuesday night. Because I did ask on our Instagram if that counted as a taco. And what was the answer? It was about a fifty-fifty yes 50 /50. and no. Okay. I had tacos as backup though, so it's okay. No, no, that's well. How, okay, so you guys had it. How did you guys like it? Was it interesting, different, or is it something like you're like, oh, okay? It was tasty. I wish that the like breading part of it had been a little crispier. Yeah. Like it was, but someone pointed out on our feed, they're like, it's like a spicy, like a chick, like a hot and spicy, or whatever those are called. Is oh, it hot yeah, and yeah. spicy. Yeah, okay. So yeah, it okay. kind of tasted like that. Okay. Oh, I love the hot and spicy McDonald's. Or is that hot and spicy? What are you talking about? I think it's yeah, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 because they're one buck and I'm poor, so that's <laughs> <laughs> well, man, I miss. Or it'd be like the spicy, or they'll be like the spicy chicken sandwich at Wendy's. 
You miss Wendy's? I miss their, like, they used to have the best, like, value menu, and they don't anymore. Oh, yeah. I think that their fries used to be really on point, too, and then they changed it at one point. I'm like, when I, oh, they're like, oh, we did sea salt. I'm like, this does not taste good. The sea salt effed it up. Um, Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I was like, what the hell? Like, uh, it was funny because we were just talking about the, uh, going back to talking stuff. Actually, Eric, uh, listening in right now, he says the best Filibertos is McClintock and Guadalupe. Hmm. Duly noted, Eric. So we'll see. So we'll if you, if, I think we should do that. We'll 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 see what they say compared to what Eric says. And we're gonna we might side with the the foodies because they have a blog and you don't. Uh, <laughs> we have a reputation. Uh, but we were talking about that breaded taco, and then I came up with the idea. I go, what if they actually crumpled up all Doritos and used that as the breading for the chicken, and then turned it into the taco? And my buddy was like, we need to go to Taco Bell right now and pitch them this idea. I'm all like. I don't think the guy, the talking about manager is like, I'm a general man. I can't, what, as, what are you even doing? As a food recipe writer, also for our site, um, I'm going to just say that it's probably been done on Pinterest. Oh, probably. Because everything's been done on Pinterest. Pinterest. Well, I feel like everywhere's trying to push that like four for four, or, like, you know, those like. I do like five, that meal. Five yeah. for five or whatever. They have those things now, so. Does anyone else remember when Arby's used to do like a five for like it was like five. four for five? Yeah, or... four for five. I think and it was back like a in cheddar. the day when I was really young. You could do five for five of the regular roast beef sandwiches. No. Yeah. I would just make them into one massive one, like squish the buns together and <laughs> make like a hoagie. Yeah. Oh yeah. What is the Arby's logo? It's a cowboy hat. It's a okay. cowboy yeah, hat. It's a Stetson. Yeah. When I was a little kid, I thought it was a whale. I'm not gonna lie, I did too. Yeah, well, it looks like it looks like the the thing in Star Wars in Empire Strikes Back. Oh, the the moon worm. Yeah, thing. the moon worm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, <laughs> honestly, like I can't remember what I thought it was, but didn't Arby's like do a commercial with that where they kept saying like it showed it and people were like, oh, it's this, it's this, and this, and finally it was like, nope, it's a hat or something like that. It's it like, just... did you know that in the FedEx logo, the E between the E and the X, there's an arrow? Yep. And you can't unsee it once somebody tells you. Oh uh, yeah. You can't unsee it. Wait, between the E... Oh, yeah, I get it now. I can visualize it. Yeah, it is. Okay. You're now living in a broader world. Oh, my gosh. And you'll never... Guys, today was, today was awesome. Go home to my wife. And Matthew's like, I finally, Did you know FedEx? I finally see colors. I hear new sounds. The world is a magical place. She's all like... you know. She's like, wow, you seem more impressed with the FedEx logo than you were when I told you I'm pregnant. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Well, oh yeah! Is. You're like, oh yeah! I forgot that's going. Uh, no. Well, can we put an arrow on him somewhere? <laughs> no. Right. I'm all in the back. He's like, Steve, don't. I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Why are you in my house right now? <laughs> I thought I was invited. <laughs> what? <laughs> Magic. <laughs> just, again, you're not Doctor Strange. Just because you guys have the first same first name doesn't make you. Doctor Strange. We just got home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I've been I've been here for weeks. <laughs> I've been in your floorboards. Uh, but yeah, so um, I'm telling you, it's okay. So you do food. Uh, so you guys, you guys do you do recipes and also drinks as well? Because uh, Annabelle mentioned something about a a cocktail. You guys might want to present to the listeners out there what they can they can make an exquisite cocktail tonight if they wanted to. Oh, that's gonna be all, Matthew. Oh, I was yeah. I was originally gonna bring us all cocktails, but that didn't work out for me because I didn't have anything on the fly. Uh, <laughs> that's okay. But let, Matthew, what do you though. have? 
Um, well, I'm kind of on the spot right now, but I, well, I do you want us to set up a scenario? It's like you're having a couple of people over, and you want to make you want to have a good cocktail that no one's had before, but they're all nerds. What do you do? All right, so I, I can tell you that the basis. Of I don't know every... why that emphasizes it. <laughs> <laughs> they're all nerds, so it fits in your realm. They can be they can be anybody. Anybody can drink. Well, if it's all nerds, shouldn't it be Mountain Dew based? That is true. Oh. 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 <laughs> I'm sorry. That's my go-to though. When I'm when I when I am prop 205, I'm like, I gotta get me some dew. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get me some dew. <laughs> yeah. But there there are some some basics though. So like there's a, like a template for you know what's considered a balanced cocktail, right? So it's not just you know the the booze, which is very bitter, and then some something sweet in there. Uh, you also need to add something sour to complement the sweet. So it's like various ratios, but usually start with like two ounces of your base spirit, um, about an ounce of something sweet, and then three quarters of something sour. And usually the best sour things are you know lime juice, you know some sort of citrus juice. Okay. Um, but that's like that's it. You can just and just you can just be creative from there. Just change what um, what your spirit is, what your uh, sour component is, what your sweet component is, and you know as long as you stick pretty close to that. Uh, ratio, you are not going to go wrong. Maybe you should explain what a bitter ingredient is, because like for me, the confusion is always like, oh, lemon is bitter. No, it's sour. Like, so it's bitter like like uh, vodka, or what do you mean bitter? Yeah, that's that's the bitter. That's almost always the bitter. There are other things that are bitter too, um, but it's almost <laughs> always right. <laughs> you know, there's you know, uh, yeah, you know, basically it's the alcohol that's bitter. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. It's... No, I. So, like, like uh, if I'm, like, I want to make, like, let's say if I'm in a Star Wars party, and I want Rebel Legion, something orange, and, oh, my God, I'm totally big on the bad guys, of course, um, or the Empire, and I just, like, could I just go by the color and just use that kind of ratio? Like, hey, I want to find an orange soda, just throw that random stuff in it, or... Don't use orange soda. Oh, really? Ooh. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, we don't I... do soda cocktails, and we just spent uh, an entire weekend boozing it up at Arizona Cocktail Week. Yeah. And you never like we took a home bartending class, they're like, Don't use soda ever. Just use fresh fruit juices and fresh ingredients and it will make your cocktail world like completely different. The reason most people look at craft cocktail bars and they're like, Oh my gosh, it's a fifteen dollar cocktail. It's because you are getting spirits right. that are generally sixty dollars a bottle. $40 a bottle, like, to the home consumer. So, like, yes, a bar obviously gets it cheaper. Syrups but are infused with exactly. fresh fruits and all these, you know, the freshest oh. ingredients. And they're making oh. them. It's all craft. Like, like if you go to Counterintuitive in yeah. Scottsdale, another place that we go to pretty frequently in their, our favorite craft cocktail bar, followed closely second by Bitter and Twisted, which is very geek-friendly during Comic-Con. Okay. Uh, they usually do the Comic-Con party, like, the Friday night. Uh, or the Thursday night? I've never been. I don't get invited. Oh, you don't have to get invited. <laughs> I can go to that. Yay. Womp uh, <laughs> <laughs> womp. Okay, so that is actually interesting, though, now hearing, like, so, okay, so when, going back to your Star Wars drink, okay, so not orange soda, say she used orange juice. Could, you could use orange juice. Mango juice. Mango. Yeah, you could use any sort of orange fruit juice. I'm trying to think of orange spirits that I could, like, maybe an orange curacao. If they if they have orange, because sometimes you can find it in orange. Typically, it's blue, and it's usually like tropical tiki blue, which not so great. But yeah, yeah there's there's uh, there's a lot of orange liqueurs. I mean, yeah, you can just go to Total Line, go to the liqueur section, and walk down until you see the bottle is orange. 
Bam. There you go. <laughs> I think cool, this huh? is the one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I, you can't send me anywhere because it'll be like, is this orange? It'll be like, no, Steve, you're colorblind. Yeah. <laughs> you fucked that up. I'm like, it's alcohol. I don't care. I'm Irish. I'll drink. We actually did do a Star Wars cocktail. Um, we did a year ago. We did the Shando Calrissian, uh, which is a, <laughs> it's a blueberry lemonade shandy, and it uses oh, uh, Santan Brewing's uh, Galactic IPA. Okay, yeah. So you know, we we had a lot of fun just making fun of that drink. Yeah, I, I like, I like <laughs> that I'm on idea. board with that for sure. That is that is tight. That yeah. sounds tasty. It started with the name first, and then like, all right, now we have to <laughs> yeah, <it's> the name <laughs> solid. <laughs> the drink's got to combat that. Yeah, like okay, now we have to build on this. Um, that's that's pretty cool. So I was actually I'm looking at the website because I checked it out a little bit before and it's kind of cool. So you guys actually check out uh, food events and do like recaps and stuff of like that. They also give you like great news and stuff of like that. So yeah, if you guys really want to check out this website, uh, it's just two geeks who eat dot com, just all one word, but the number two in front. Uh, definitely check it out because it's really cool. You can follow them on uh, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all that kind of stuff. Now Instagram and Twitter is that just at two geeks who eat? Uh, Insta- actually, all of our social media except YouTube. And Google Plus, which who uses Google Plus, is just geeks who eat. That's how the show's broadcast. Yeah, I'll take another one. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But that's okay. But yeah. From I, the standpoint of social media sharing, not, we actually see no traffic from Google Plus. So if someone wants to change that, I challenge you to do so. No, I'm kidding. I'll yeah. do that one like on Google Plus, and you're like, finally, <laughs> it's a friend of ours. No, actually, it was just like I think a couple of weeks ago where I'm like, oh, I can send this to Google Plus to go out to people. Like. <laughs> Eric really didn't teach me how to take over the show when he left. He's just like, have fun. <laughs> I'm like discovering things. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, I'll take an amber. Um, I'm totally mouthing to... out loud. I'm like, ah. Okay, so um, what would you say? So uh, obviously, being foodies, uh, you guys probably like to enjoy cooking. Uh, what would you say is probably, let's, let's put it, so say somebody wants to get into cooking. I'll, I'll, I'll put it towards my example from just last year, what I had to do uh, to kind of, feel out recipes and try new things and stuff like that. Basically, I just went to the internet. Uh, typed in something I was trying to look for and stuff like that and kind of go from there. So if you want somebody who's like, okay, I want to I wanna make a, an easy dish. This is the first time I'm cooking something. What would you think is like probably like a pretty easy dish and then you can get creative with it once you've like made it and boosted up to like even like a better dish kind of thing later on. But like for starting out, people are like, I want to cook something. What's an easy dish? You know, I think uh, if... If you want to make your own pasta sauce, it's super straightforward. There, you make it yourself, it's always going to be 100 times better than something out of a jar. Mm-hmm. And that's cool because you can change what kind of basil you put into it, put different amounts of this, that, whatever suits your taste. So, oh. you, I mean, you can take that and then just build on it, but it starts out really simple. Okay. I actually, I've not made my own sauce yet, so I might, I might you, Wait, you haven't? No, I've not made my own sauce. I've done canned stuff so far. Um, I haven't either, and every, people make it look simple, but I'm like, how do you get a texture? How do you – it's like right, science. Yeah. I mean, I've done it with uh, my teriyaki chicken. Like I made the soy sauce or the honey the, – the weird garlic honey sauce that I created or something. I have no idea. I basically was like, I want to do this, this, and this, and this came out pretty much. And people were like, this is amazing, and I'm like, I just threw a bunch of stuff together kind of thing. Uh, but no, not, I haven't done like any like tomato kind of sauce or um, – uh, why am I blanking on the name? Marinara. Yes, I was like, and so the other I, thing. I can yeah. actually give like a tip for that. Like, if you want to, like, if you want to start even more simply, Trader Joe's like low fat tomato basil marinara is amazing mm. as a base. Okay. I actually like when I'm feeling lazy and I don't feel like you know waiting for tomatoes and basil and all of the garlic to like 
actually simmer on a stove for, you know, several hours to build flavor. I will take that and then I'll add vegetables to it. I'll add meat to it. I'll add more seasoning to it to, you know, boost up the flavor. But it's it's a really great basic sauce if you want to just try practicing without committing to like, you know, three hours of simmer time and this, that and the other. It's a good way to play. I get a little overwhelmed by the amount of seasonings that there are. My yeah. cabinet, my seasoning cabinet, when I open it, basically throws seasoning yeah. at me when I open it because there's so much <laughs> there's in so there. Much. They're just like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I'm like getting like, you know, seasonings like thrown at my face because like we just have so it's it's obscene how much we have. And when you're a foodie, that's what people want to give you. They're like, hey, I like this salt. Try this salt. Hey, I like this seasoning. Try this seasoning. So then you have like all of these wonderful gifts, yeah. but you have to store them. Like, you know, we came home from this weekend from cocktail week with 12 bottles of bitters. I don't have... I'll take them. No. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not giving up my bitterments. I'm sorry. But it's you are like, welcome to come over. I'll, I'll make yeah. you something delicious. Oh, that'd be fun. We should have done this over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, actually, I was just about to say, if you have all those containers, you know, like after you use up the seasoning and everything, that what you should do is make your own, like, business cards to put on the seasoning. Instead of handing out business cards for your blog, you just hand out these little bottle things. So people, like, you're just like, well, it's a unique thing, and they're with their, you know, geek steed or something. I mean, it'll probably take way too long to do, and I don't know who else can. Raven, get on that. How can you? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just, it's like. There's just so many different types of seasonings, and it's like, oh, the man, real, you know? Real, it's the, like, I know salt, I know pepper, I don't I think I know basil. Well, it's very interesting. Like me, I started building up that <laughs> that cabinet, but once you Onion start powder. when you start using all that stuff, and then you're like, oh, and then you try this and try that, and recipes calls for stuff, so you basically just get it, right. and then you just have a stockpile of it. But then when you're cooking, sometimes I'll be like, oh, wait, this would go really well with this, and you grab some of that, some of this, and you make your own kind of kind of thing. So once you get a little bit more like creative, like me, I've gotten a little ballsy now in the kitchen yeah, where I'm like, have. oh, I can make some shit, so I'm like, I'm gonna do this. There's actually a Ew. really great book if you're looking for stuff like that. There's a book called The Flavor Bible. And literally, this is the most amazing book. Every chef uses it. Okay, I think I've heard and of And it's, it's basically, it's like a thesaurus. Okay. There actually is a book called The Flavor of Thesaurus also, which is a little bit different, and but does the same thing. And they list ingredients, and then what goes well with them. Yes. So you can say, like, you know, I have dill. Say you have dill in your pantry because you bought it for one recipe, and you want to know what else goes with dill. It's going to tell you all these wonderful things that go with dill. Solid. Like that you wouldn't think of, like sweet potatoes go with dill. Who knew? You know, you. Ah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. You I'm look at, like, you know, you look at just ingredients and it'll tell you, like, you know, these things that you may not have thought of go well with it. And that's a lot of, you know, people who create recipes use these things because we're not all that creative. I mean, I don't just sit there all day long and go, well, what can I create today? Actually, I kind of do, but, you know. She's like, for everybody who's a lower skill level than me, you don't do that. No. Um, you know, I totally, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about because uh, I had a friend, my best friend, actually, his, uh, his I'll just say wife, because um, that's a weird situation. Uh, his wife uh, is a chef and everything like that, and she was actually, she had that book and she was showing me it because I was like, just getting into cooking i thought it was just a good idea because that does happen where i'll literally open my fridge and be like okay i got this this and this it's like a it's like the what can the i do with this version of chopped yeah yeah that's what yeah. i was gonna say it's like all right 
how do we do this? That's why I always say Google sometimes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, you're speaking of that. I've been watching MasterChef Junior. Oh, how's that? Is it good? Dude, it's fucking great, but like crap. Like, I mean, I can make crap macaroni and cheese pretty good, (laughs) but these little kids, like, they're getting all this stuff and they're like. Those it blows kids, my mind. Those kids intimidate me. Like, I, I know my way around a kitchen pretty well, and I watch them, and I'm like, what the hell am I doing with my life? Like, I'm like, give up now. They're, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm just... Paying. I'm in my 30s. I, I can't even... <laughs> forget this. I got nothing. Man. Dude, I can do, like, a baked pizza. I I can't cook a couple of things, but that just blows my mind. They're, like, crazy talented little kids. I'm like, hell yeah, do your but, thing, kid. I... I haven't watched that, but I've always seen like those videos on YouTube where like the kids all like, "Oh, he knows how to play the System of the Down song on the drums." I'm like, "Fuck <laughs> you! <laughs> Fuck! This is your only your. That's it. You peak. You're yeah, done. like Jonah Rocks, man. That little kid. I'm not sure how old he is now because that video came out for a little bit oh, a little while ago. But yeah, sitting there behind the kit and he's just like tearing it up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, "Fuck you!" He's like chewing his tongue. He's like the sticks are like. Longer than his arm length, you know. <laughs> and you're just like, and he's like, oh, that was, and it's like four thousand likes. I'm like, bullshit, fuck, fuck, fuck you. Like, I get into, that's my problem. I get into battles with people younger than me. I'm just like, everything was handed to you. <laughs> yeah, but then you have to ask yourself, like, these like really super like talented kids, like, how much are their parents pushing them? Because like at that age, like my mom taught me how to cook when I was young, but yeah. I was not like master chef level like uh, yeah i'm not master chef level at 32 32 right yeah 32 <laughs> i have to ask myself that all the time but like so you have to ask yourself like how much parents pushing goes into that, that? because like at, at that age i wasn't trying to be you know that high level of anything yeah. maybe barbies <laughs> like I, I had like some mad like barbie house building skills but that was about yeah. it like I know some parents live like vicariously through their kids because right, they lost yeah, their yeah. chances to do stuff. So yeah. like, if we have a kid, they're gonna be like a freaking cosplay master. Like, <laughs> I came into cosplay late in life, and I'm like, look at all this cute stuff I can build for them. And now that Alan does props full time, we'll teach him how to do molding and casting for us. Like, <laughs> so when you're all old and arthritic, like the kid will cast for you, so you guys can still cosplay. Like, exactly, General Leia, cause... and they're gonna learn to love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now that like a uh, sci-fi channel is doing their version of Chopped with cosplay, so that's coming up. Oh, that's cool. Oh. So yeah, they've been promoting that show, and a few locals are in that. But I'm like, oh my god, now it's big enough to have Chopped competitions on the sci-fi channel. Yeah, that should be cool. No, I mean, yeah. kind of picking back up a uh, what Face Off. Yeah, and Skin Wars. No, Skin Wars is just body painting, is but not really cosplay. Yeah, is like that like a set everything after the fact? I just like finished watching like all of RuPaul's Drag Race, and I know way more about drag culture than I think like any straight white girl should know. Like, <laughs> like I'm like, wow, I know how to contour because of them, not because I'm a girl who wears makeup because I don't wear makeup. I'm like, God, my makeup skills suck. Like, I'm like, I just need like, I need like a fairy drag queen, like fairy godmother, like to teach me how to do makeup. Like, I got my hair cut. I can't even curl my own hair. I don't even know how to use a curling iron. I'm like, well, there are people in this world who know better than me. They need to teach me. And I, I'm just watching all sorts of crazy, like, reality shows that nobody in their right mind should ever watch. Because, like, I've seen all of Catfish. 
Oh shit! Oh, oh yeah. Like, like I watched all of Catfish. Like, all the like Duck Dynasty and all that fun. <laughs> we're watching we we're watching a horror movie last night, and I'm like, oh my god, they're gonna get catfish. This is a scene for catfish. <laughs> it didn't end up being. It well, sort of was a catfish. We watched Megan is Missing, which is this totally oh, atrocious. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah is that like footage. crazy, depressing, and stuff? You know what? It was it's... really like. We, we heard about it on Reddit, and yeah. so everyone's like, the last, like, 30 minutes will blow your mind, and it's so, like, it's just really gratuitous and not... Yeah. It, yeah. it was set, the up, beginning, gratuitous it was set up the a end. lot of triggers for a lot of people. Is it really rapey? It's 100% the whole movie is rapey. Oh, my God. Complete with, like, a rape scene. Oh, like, yeah. it is just not... Yeah, it's, it's... But isn't it, like, based off a true... It's... Probably based off not. of a true catfish it, uh, story. It's, yeah, like, yeah. it's probably usually what they do is probably based or inspired it was, by yeah, yeah. It was probably like it was probably inspired by an ad that no one responded to, and they probably immediately caught the person. And be like, no one's in their right mind is going to meet a yeah. Now this movie was and they like, just expanded on that. But yeah, they, they the problem is is sometimes they come up with really good ideas for horror movies. Uh, yeah. But then I think they just get either they're like, okay, we're not going to finish this in time, so we're going to have to grab them with like something brutal because that's this literally was like slow start, slow start, and then you're just like, oh, what the fuck just happened? Like, oh. And the pacing in the movie, like all things aside, with like the subject matter, the pacing in the movie was not good. Yeah. Like they would spend like. Like, you know, spoiler alert, the end part of it, they spend, like, ten minutes of him, like, digging a hole. And it's found footage, so you're watching him yeah. dig a hole while this girl is, like, begging for her life. And like, But it's deep and metaphoric. I mean... It wasn't deep, it was just annoying. <laughs> We're sitting there, like... I don't know, I'm super gripped right now. Are you? Yeah, actually, <laughs> I don't know. Have you ever watched somebody dig a hole? I mean, it's fascinating. <laughs> Uh, but then again, I did. Uh, was it? Uh, I mean, that happened to me with the Gallows because we reviewed that oh, for Gallows, another movie yeah. horrorcast. You know, I actually liked that movie oh, until it so the much. end. The last five minutes jumped the shark for me, and I was like, "Nah." Oh, the whole movie's jumped the shark for me because it took too long to get to where they needed to get to, and I'm all like. I hope every single one of you die, because I hate you. You're all horrible children, and no one likes you. You're all going to die. So then like, can I ask you, do you like found footage as a ge in general, or not so much? Not so much. Uh, I think the only found footage that I really absolutely enjoyed, but you can only watch it one, was the original Blair Witch Project. Because you're like, okay, this is kind of interesting, but as soon as you see it once... You're like, you every, can't see it again. You can, cause, you can watch it, like, every, like, two years. You know, it's like you kind of already know when it happened. Like, you don't get that same, like, when you see it for the first time going, like, oh, my God, this is fucked up. What's going on? And then it just ends. You're like, what? Why are they staring at walls? Uh, you know, that kind of thing. That um, was my first fandom. Like, true story. Oh, yeah? I had I had, like, everything. I had the journal. Oh, I had shit. the dossier. I still actually have them. Oh, that's and awesome. And when we found out about Blair Witch... I got so excited. My friend sends me the trailer. The, the remake? I, I watched it. Remake. I would it's say, I think this is a sequel. It's, it's a sequel. sequel. It, it was awful. It was not awful. It was, it was so was terrible. I haven't seen it yet, so. No, but. I liked it a lot. And, you know, I watched the trailer four times in a row. And I was, like, screaming because I was so excited. Okay. I'm a found footage junkie. That's how we actually saved our first yeah. date. <laughs> no, yeah, I have no like. To me, like, if it is, if they can do it correctly, it's good. But then, when like so many of them came out, it was just kind of like you can literally see some of them were like, well, this one was like how they did it was creative, but it's like this one, you're like, okay, now you're just really just like, like I hate the fact where it's like they. To me, I'm like, okay, if you're if it's really found footage, if something jumps, like if something, you say, what's that over there? I wouldn't hold the camera like, let's do the most weird angle ever so you can barely see. Like, I get it, you're not supposed to show the thing right up front, but like in real life, you'd be like. Yeah, pretty that? much. 
I'm live in this right now. You see that thing? Let me zoom in. Like, yeah. you know, kind of thing. That's the only thing that makes me angry where it's all like, come on. Like, uh, but if you can find joy in that, so, but then again, it's like, I can't, I can't really be like, I, these movies are dumb. Cause I'm like, some of them are creative. I'm like, I'm a huge fucking Godzilla fan. And I'm talking about like old school, like rubber monster suit and stuff. Like that, and I loved like the new one that came out, but like, there's probably people going like, really? You like that dumb movie, but I'm like, they're great. They're just pointless, dumb, and you're just like, fuck yeah, destroy shit. So I totally acquired taste. Yeah, exactly. So it's like everybody has their own niches and stuff. So I can't really be like, those movies are bad. I just, I thought the gals was just like, you could cut out 20 minutes of that movie. And it seems like the genre is evolving or at least modernizing. Um, and I don't know better words for it, but like with the new scary games coming out, like PT and the Silent Hills demo, you have like the dread and fear of it, but it's you controlling the character and it adds that extra layer of fear. So I think mm. that people are just expecting more and more in terms of experiencing it themselves versus just this canned story presented to them. So. I, I would agree with that because like, I find it so hard to be scared by a horror movie. Now we see everyone that comes to the theater. Like if it's in the theater, we're on like the first weekend we're going, we're seeing it. We live near studio movie girls. So we get on Thursday night. Like oh, we're nice. like, you know, we're like, let's go, let's go, let's seven o'clock. I might showing. have to ask you guys to come on our horror podcast to talk oh, no. about some stuff. I will be on your horror podcast. I have a chainsaw <laughs> tattoo, like a bloody chainsaw. Oh, okay, yeah, sweet. Yeah, no, you need us on your horror. <laughs> yeah, podcast. no, definitely, yeah. <laughs> but like, I feel like there's so little scary now. Like, yeah, it's all so predictable. Like every jump scare is like you're like, oh, that's coming. Oh, that's gonna come. Okay, there's gonna be a jump scare there. Oh no, no there. So speak, oh. speaking of which, I think the most recent found footage, or not found footage, but like the hand cam kind of movie I saw was, uh, when we just reviewed it, reviewed it was The Visit, uh, Midnight Shyamalan's oh, yeah, yeah. thing. Have you guys seen that yet? Yeah. Okay, now what did you guys think about it? Because I know this was like him coming, he's like, look, I'm back in a big bag way, you know, it's like, yeah, I fucked up a lot of shit, but going back to my roots, like... Eh. I give yeah. it a C because if if he can predict the twist and most of these things have a twist, I don't want to spoil anything. But yeah, <laughs> but twist, twist. Uh, so once I saw that, I'm like, eh, it really depends on how they do it, and I don't think it was delivered that well. I, I didn't love it. I was like, you know, honestly, for me, M Night Shyamalan hasn't done anything worth seeing since Sixth Sense, and I I know I'm in the minority that I don't like Unbreakable. Like I just did not get into that movie. Dude, I thought Unbreakable. <laughs> so I recently recently saw Unbreakable for the first time, probably what month month and a half ago. Mm. And uh, yeah, I it thought was it was like, like everyone was like raving about it. So I watched it and I was like, that's it. Okay, wait a minute. But when did you see it? I, I saw it when it came out and I loved it. Okay, so maybe five it? years that's ago. What, that's what I'm wondering. Okay, see, I saw it when it first came out. You saw it when it first came out. Now, when you guys see it, we have that oversaturated of superhero movies. So when we saw this in the theater, we didn't have that many superhero movies. So when that twist happened, we were like, oh, shit, this I don't is get awesome. To, I, don't I don't really con- get don't oversaturated. Con- oh, okay. Like, for me, I can watch every found footage horror movie. It doesn't get old for me. I can watch every superhero movie. It doesn't get old for me. Like, for me, I just didn't think that the movie was, like, that entertaining. Like, I was bored. Yeah, like, that's I how was I was. Like, I was like, I watched it because it was recommended to me. So I watched no, it, but I wasn't, like... This is really engaged with it. I agree. Yeah. And I, and I can totally get that because yeah. I actually it was the funny part. I was thinking of having – because I literally was revisiting 
we talked about it on the B Horror Cast a little bit because I went through all the uh, Predator movies because the new ones, you know, getting all the press for it's going to be coming out. Uh, sh- you know, Shane Black is attached to it directing. So I'm like, okay, cool. And I was like, oh, wait, we're all of them rated R. And I went back through and actually found out Aliens vs. Predator. The first one was actually PG-13. And I was like, oh, okay. And I'm sitting there going like, yeah, those were just terrible. And I'm like literally sitting there going like, actually, you know what? I don't know if Aliens vs. Predator was like that bad as I remembered. I and- actually really loved Alien vs. Predator. I saw it twice in the movie theater. And I totally wanted to be that chick. I was like, dude. Oh, that's the one with the chick at the end who, like, has all the stuff? Yeah, yeah. And she gets, like, the little thing, like, burnt into her yeah, face. Little... I was like, I was like, dude, I want to be, like, BFFs with, like, the Predator. That'd be awesome. But it was just funny because I'm sitting there going, like, it's like, yeah, I don't know. It was just a horrible movie. I was like, well, wait, actually, wait a minute. They actually brought in the guy who was Bishop. And it kind of tied everything together. Those two universes together. It was actually pretty well. Like, he's the one that funded the program, you know, in the future to go find the new planet with the eggs. with the. And then I'm like, actually, no, what wasn't. And then I'm like, like I might have to rewatch this movie, and then I was all like, "But I also, I'm also pretty, pretty uh, high right now that I'm thinking about." It. I'm like, "Wait a minute, I should do a new segment where I watch movies that I was like not high for, like sober when I saw them. Go back and then just call it rehashing." <laughs> so I was like, "I think I have to go watch. I think I have to go watch Alien vs Predator again at a certain state and be like, you know what? Not a bad movie. Requiem I, was still sucky. Like, oh no, I know that one still sucked. That was and for me personally, I." I watch all the AVP movies with rose-colored glasses because, like, I don't care if it's bad. I just want to like it just because I like that universe so right. much. Even, if it's, Alan, not, even yeah. if it's not good, I'll, it'll get, like, an extra, like, plus two stars from me just right off the bat. One thing that uh, I did and I was telling Steve and Eric about it at the time is, like, if I can walk out of a movie because my, my wife and I go to movies a lot. Yeah. It's one of the things we do. And, and uh, if, if I'm able to walk out of the movie – and I was entertained. It's a win in my book. And uh, after I kind of had that perspective, it's been very, very enjoyable. It's That's like what I started doing. Like I got burned by Spider-Man three, like hardcore. And that was like when that came out. Wait, so which one was that? That was the Tom McGuire wearing the black suit and doing the emo stuff, and you're just all oh, like, "Oh yeah, that wasn't good." I skipped that one. Can I continue my life without seeing it? Yeah, That's... you can do. Funny part is actually I went back. Not as bad as I remembered. No, I mean, not the greatest Spider-Man movie in the world, but I'm like, it's actually not bad at, with certain degrees of it. Because you're like, oh, like honestly, I tell people you have to watch it for, um, oh shit, what's his name? Uh, guy who played Harry Bosborn, really popular dude, right? Oh, James Franco. James Franco. His fucking acting in the third one, though, you're kind of like, that's on point, though. Like, he does that, this scene where he's eating pie, and Lily just, like, looks over at Parker from, like, a mirror window, and he just has a smirk on him, like... Like, his memory came back or whatever happened. He's just like, yeah, I fucked over your life right now. And then you're just like, oh, it was fucking genius. So there's certain stuff, like, I'm not going to be, like, greatest movie in the world. But there are certain stuff you're like, that was a good choice, though. Like, I was just disappointed with the vin- the Venom aspect of it. Oh, I was know? pissed with Venom. I, uh, you know, the guy from that 70s show, right? No problem with Topher Grace yeah. at all. But, like, how they just fucked up that Venom. Yeah, was like, so vin- bad. Vin- Venom's such, like, an iconic spider-man villain and like it was just it was weak and disappointing yeah especially the fact that he, he just he didn't even say we are venom i was just like Ugh. you had one job you had one fucking job <laughs> so but yeah there, but i do get that there are certain things that you'll watch going like okay but like no like that uh, the that aliens versus predator that second one it's like they had a great idea where you got to see the hybrid of an alien predator creature mm-hmm. but then they went in a completely different direction that i think the biggest problem like you could just give us that fight scene between like the predators and alien the the humans they picked in that storyline was literally like i don't care about these like they didn't have anything to do with it, it was just like something ran through our house just go running in the woods now it's all like you can just stay home and call the cops like a normal person let the cops deal with it <laughs> it's kind yeah, of the how battle I scene. felt like oh, with like Predator Two, like 
you had Danny Glover be your hero. Like, yeah. this isn't. I'm too lethal. old for this shit. This isn't Lethal Weapon. You don't have, like, someone else to, like, pair with him. Like, you just had him be the hero. And he's not, like, an Arnold stand in. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. maybe his contract was just, like, lingering there. And, like, we gotta get this guy. Like, out I would have preferred studio. to have, like, seen, like, Chuck Norris. Oh, uh, that'd be good. Like,. Or and, like, I felt the same with Predators, though, because, like, they had, like, Adrian Brody, and I like him. He's a great actor. But there's no way you believe him holding that huge guy. Yeah. No! Yeah. I don't believe sure. this guy sure. fighting Predators. I like, mean, like, if you give him maybe, like, two handguns, he's a very good marksman, but they're like, here's a Gatling gun. It's all like, can he hold it? Yeah. Oh, maybe give him a sandwich. He I'm going to set, I'm gonna set this down yeah. and use it on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> the Predators like, he shot me in the kneecaps. I didn't see that coming. But they had Danny Trejo, I mean... Oh, yeah, he's yeah. he's my ugly guy crush. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Buscemi is mine. Oh, see? <laughs> Girls have the ugly guy crush. That is like, funny. I, I, I don't have an ugly guy crush. Do you have an ugly, ugly, ugly lady crush? Yeah. You know, I never really even thought about that. I know. I, I, <laughs> I never thought about how to do I'm serious. They just put something... I'm, like, thinking about it. Going, I'm like, is there any girl that I'm all, like... Like, no one ever says she dropped it gorgeous, but you're kind of like... Oh, you okay, know? but like, let's think of this. Like, think of the girl as like if Danny Trejo was a woman, because Danny right, Trejo right. is not. No, yeah. He's not like model or <laughs> actor good looking at all. But I totally have a crush on him. I'm just like, wow, he's really badass. And he's got a taco truck. Uh, no, he has a taco <laughs> shop. Taco yeah, shop. There you go. Yeah, Trejo's tacos yeah. in L. A., which is on our list. Nice. Danny Trejo, if you're listening to this, the geeks who eat want your tacos. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's uh but yeah now you know what? I think I think we're gonna take we're gonna take a little break and we're gonna come back, but that gives us time to think about our ugly girl crushes <laughs> and uh, we'll come back with that, uh see what we can come up with. Cause that is actually very interesting because I've never heard of an ugly guy crush. Like I can hear women when they say certain guys and I'm like, Okay, I can I can see it, you know, but when you say like I have an ugly guy crush, I'm like, I've never even heard of that. You guys have opened a brand it's new like door. Sleeping thing girls just don't talk about. We're like, but we see like Danny Trejo. We're like, I still bang that. Yeah, yeah. I would still totally get down on that. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we. Fa- I've always said what? that. Though. I've always said that though with certain. Danny Trejo, get down. On- okay. I don't know what right. it looks like. It's Danny Trejo. Like- hey, come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bad. Like, there's like such. You know, like girls have that bad boy thing. For sure. Yeah. And like Danny Trejo he's is a like bad boy. the bad. He's a bad man. He's a he's a bad man. He's a bad. Man. Man. Like this is this whole genre of like Mickey Rourke. Oh, yeah. Mickey Rourke. What? Another <laughs> Dude, we're cutting the break. Mickey Rourke. Oh, this, well, this, this, uh, this is Mickey Rourke. Gary Busey. No, 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 no. No, his teeth are no. too big. Yeah. Oh, this is Gary Busey. Welcome to the locksmith. I like to kill. I just nah, shriveled up the side. I am drier than the Sahara. I'm like, oh. Yeah, come on, Mickey Rourke. Was he like, I want my bird? No, Mickey Rourke in uh, Expendables when he had the dreads. Oh, shit. Oh, God. That's yeah, like... you know, I kind of told him, you know, just put the dreads in, you know. You see everyone's new ugly crush, you know. It's going to be, you know, good, you know. Stop being greedy and lazy. Uh, but, yeah, this, uh, this, uh, <laughs> I like this. We're coming back to this. This is going to be great. Um, I'm very curious what we can actually come up with. I think I'm going to have to research, like, ugly celebrity chicks, like, on the break. Like, Tilda Swinton. I really really wish Uh, one of you uh, would pick Joan Crawford. Like, just one of you. Joan Crawford. Crawford. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, this this, uh, musical break is going to be brought to you by uh, Revenge Lovers. Uh, Joan Crawford. Okay. 
design. I'm trying to pull. It. So we have a new we have a new thing with it. She got really high arched eyebrows. <laughs> But uh, yeah, Revenge Lover, stand out from the crowd. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. And if you mention the Four-Eyed Radio Network, get 10% off of your first order. So Matthew, let's lay down some tracks. And we have some thinking to do on the break, apparently. i got to find out some ugly celebrity chicks that I might have a thing for. I know, man. Rack your brain.
So there's no need for keep your guessing. Follow me now, see? See, I'll be rocking. The second hand is taking still the posse don't be clocking. Controllers of the clock be taking closer to the point. Rock this funky joint. For sure, now, now don't want more. Hmm? Or am I too much with a mentor? Proceed, teacher, please. Just keep it sort of simple like hip hop. You're complicatedly outplacing according to the moods of my intellect. Step for step, I step a little closer to the point. Rock this funky joint. But, but I'm your teacher, I teach ya. Rocker when I rock ya. The king I pull five is a different style of hip hop. Smooth like a wise word, spoken from a prophet. Rough like a slave trying to get away. See, I'm combined with two kinds of rhyme, trying to reach ya. The knowledge of myself makes me righteous teacher stop the flipping topic islamically i drop it my duty be to teach so keep your pistol in your pocket i sell lord and master traveling faster as i get closer to the point rock this funky joint The styles that you be seeking and the words that I be speaking. Poor righteous teachers, posse teachers. Anyone that lacks this style that I be styling. Mentally profiling. Should I say I'm smooth with the roughness? Just serving justice. Suckers try to suck this, but but I be scoping. Never I'm not sleeping. Because it's culture freedom. G. Who's posse ruling? PRG. Murphy. It's sort of simple, see? Now look at me. The holy intellectual type. When I write, the spirit always keeps me something hype. I the mic. Yo. Cause it's my whole life. Life like I'm creating.
they didn't know the time. Turn the culture freedom for support. Demanifest the point. Rock this funky joint.
back. All right. Thank you all for hanging out with us during the break. Yo. We started having a huge conversation, and then <laughs> Matthew's like, hey, this is podcast time, so now I have to write. Matt. No, I just thought it was engaging, and people out in the world would probably want to hear some of this stuff. Probably. But, hey, sorry, guys. <laughs> it's already <laughs> happened. Can't hear it. Yeah. It's our little secret. Just think of that FedEx box. That reminds me of that, that Adam era. Sandler song. Which one? The Which I've one? Got a Secret. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. oh, shit. I know exactly what you're talking about. That's funny. Because I mean, I love Adam Sandler's stupid albums. Uh, I've Got a Secret? Oh, man. Just just go watch, like, look up the video for that. Yeah. Without us all being here so that song doesn't get stuck in our head. And... <laughs> Don't worry, because it's about to get played. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. I spoke too soon. Yeah. Dang it. So there's a music video for it. I think, yeah. It's pretty awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. For sure. I can imagine. Although, yeah, Sandler is fun. Oh, what? I know that no one else knows. shit, I've never heard this before. I haven't either. It's going to be in your head forever. <laughs> I'm super intrigued. What the fuck? <laughs> Dreaming about the nights at the club, the fun and romancing. This is so funny. This is fun. Mommy sees the look in my eye. She can tell something's different. <laughs> what is this? Daddy doesn't understand <laughs> why. Just experience it. Oh, that's awesome. We'll give you guys a little taste of that, but yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm saying, oh, wait till you find out what the secret, secret is. is. <laughs> Google. Yeah, it's, like a, it's like a midnight Shyamalan. There's a twist. <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah, no, I've, I've always loved Adam Sandler. That's actually what got me into doing, like, impersonations, was listening to his stuff and, like, his characters. What is Adam Sandler's oh, secret? Okay. okay. No, I was just trying to figure out. <laughs> what is Adam Sandler's secret? <laughs> oh, she's just Googling. She's like, I am not that's listening like to this song. like a Pandora's box hey, is it right called, there. Is the track called Secret? Yeah, the track is called Secret. It's off of an album called Shh, Don't Tell. <laughs> oh, I've got it right here. I'm about to put that in my little playlist. Because <laughs> I'm going to discover that secret later. <laughs> yeah, he has, he, has a, he has a lot of good songs. Like, he did that one album that was just straight songs. Like, I think it was, like, What's Your Name, I think it was called, and had, like, the Lonesome Kicker on it. But, yeah, he, I, I think he had, like, a pretty poppy one in that one, too, where you're just like, oh, shit. Like, hey. he hits out some music tracks, like, no You other. said Sandler, and I was thinking acoustic guitar, and here we go, going to do one. Oh, yeah, no, he put some production value behind oh, yeah. some of them now. Like, I felt like I was in a fucking Russian club or something. <laughs> I think uh, Annabelle's know the secret. <laughs> If you actually listen to this song, though, it's way better. Like, than just even reading what it is. Oh, like, I'm, how it's performed. Oh, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm it's so like excited. Hilarious. It's a spoiler. You have yeah, to don't tell to me. It. I want to, I'm going to listen to it later. Matthew's <laughs> like, shh. Don't, don't tell. tell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, nice. Adam Sandler's all like, it's good. People are listening to my albums again. All right. He's like, oh, crap. I got two new players on Spotify. This is amazing. I just made two pennies. He's like, but I don't really care because I got that fucking movie coming to Netflix. 
Yeah, he did have his little stint with a couple of movies. He, I think he did like a multi-movie deal. Yeah, he did a multi-movie. Well, the new one looks interesting. There's a shit ton of people in it, but I'm for, he's playing a character. He did the racist cowboy one. That's yeah, right. the racist cowboy one. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I, I watched that one. <laughs> the one after that, he did. Oh, the uh, do-over with him and David Spade. Uh, pretty enjoyable, actually. I was just like, I love David Spade. No, yeah, like they did it. Like I'm like, uh, I think he found his medium with doing the Netflix stuff. Um, no, we will take him. And then he did, uh, yeah. The newest one was, uh, it, or it's coming out. It's supposed to be like he's a, um, he's supposed to be like an agent for like, like you'll find people and be like, oh, and they'll make a shit ton of money. But it has a bunch of celebrities in it. They're like talking about this. I forget what the guy's name is, but he's literally doing the peeper guy's voice from. <laughs> One of his albums was like, climbing the tree, slowly, quietly, looking for next branch. So he's like playing that guy, but he's supposed to be this wholesome, sweet guy. But I'm like, I heard the voice. I'm like, that's the peeper. <laughs> the guy in the tree is just all like, ejaculating. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, shit. yeah, you want to you go down some, you want to go to some Adam Sandler roads. Yeah, the, they're all on Spotify. So if you have Spotify, you can listen to them, not have to pay money. And then I you feel be so like, innocent. And people are like, oh, I just wasted time and effort Man, on this. And I thought I had the secret. <laughs> but yeah so okay, I'm, I know later tonight I'm going to get a text from Matthew and be like what the fuck really <laughs> I don't know I might be all about it <laughs> Matthew's like you wasted 4 minutes and 42 seconds of my life no I, I don't think you understand like you <laughs> I was feeling that track are you, <laughs> are you kidding me like the whole like like I'm the like, old techno, like what? Uh, this is getting crazy, is man. Good. I'm introducing you to new stuff now. Yeah, that is funny. You've, yeah, there's, yeah, absolutely. No, I appreciate it. Thank you very no, much. No, no, I think it's great. I'm, I'm happy if you're like, wow, I'm digging this. Beat. Yeah, but I'm about to fucking learn the secret. I'm gonna learn the secret. <laughs> you're gonna learn the secret. Uh, but yes, we, we are back after the secret and a little Adam Sandler, uh, you know, tangent because I know he listens. He's like, oh, thank you very much. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna sing a song about it later. Um, but yeah, we 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 left uh, everybody with the uh, the question of what's what's Matthew, Matt, and mine's uh, ugly celebrity female crush maybe. Uh, we did some searching online. Uh, we found we found one woman who looked like he was stung by bees, as Matthew put it. <laughs> uh, which I thought yeah, was that lady. Yeah, she. I forget her. I forget her name. We just had her, but uh, so I don't know. So this is tricky, man. Like. I don't know what to do, so I I googled it, and oddly, there's websites that have this stuff on it. Yeah. So, uh, do do you already know yours? Did you I, have? I this? was thinking about that. I, I don't know. Is the Sigourney Weaver count? She's not strictly. She's awkward. gorgeous. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, I thought she was hot. She's. You see, I was she's never. Not that I, traditional beauty, but she's not that, ugly. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. But I I never was like. I mean, like when huh, I think like Sigourney Weaver, woman crush. I think like Anne Hache. And like you can see Anne Hache's butthole in the remake of uh, uh, <laughs> shit. Was that movie Psycho? Um, Psycho, yeah. Or Janet Reno. <laughs> Janet Reno was on one of the lists. I would just like to point out, as a woman in this conversation, that I think like well, girls have their ugly guy crush, which is inherently sexist. This is a really sexist. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Happening over here. Yeah, absolutely, it is. It is. <laughs> That's what we do. Well, that's why we're, we're drinking to make we're, it appropriate. We're, we're the oh, Anne Hayes. Okay. Yeah. Like she's not traditional beauty, but she's not really. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hear it. She's like. Well, I'd, I say, I'd say, say the same for Ellen. I'd say the same for Ellen. Oh, see, I think Ellen's cute. I, I, I think, think she is too. Yeah, that. See, like, like, like I, I wouldn't say she's ugly, or but she's on. But yeah, she is. She yeah, Ellen is cute. Um, Eric wrote Kristen Vagnus. 
Oh yeah, Eric, stop making up people. Vags, Vags, I don't know who this lady is. Is, oh, is, it, is he bed. talking about the chick from True Blood? Uh, she currently the one who plays stars. Pam. Matt oh. Smith made the list of ugly celebrities. Oh, I love him. <laughs> oh, she's on Criminal I know, Minds. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, the chick who oh. plays pa- is Pam. Pam. Yeah, Pam. Oh, yeah, the chick did... with the the dark haired chick. No, the vampire. On what? Oh, True Blood. Oh, my bad. I don't watch that. I haven't seen it. No, I know who she's talking about though. But yeah, I'm looking at her going, but like, I don't know. But yeah, but she might just have resting bitch face. Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. That's true. I get it it every three weeks. Resting bitch face? Yeah. Just for a week straight, I'd just be like... What about Whoopi Goldberg? I don't... She was on the list. (laughs) I I don't... Or like Rosie O'Donnell. She was on the list. I should just pull up the fucking list. list. How about Tilda Swinton? I think she's like... Like an androgynous... Yeah, she creeps me out, though. Where's she in? Where's she in? I'm trying to... Tilda Swinton. She was the... the... She was the white witch in Narnia. Yeah, and she She was was the... She was Constantine, the angel... Opposite of uh, Doctor the Doctor Strange she's, chick. She's very right. okay. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I saw her with hair and I saw her without hair, and I was just like, whatever. She's it's it's funny because like as far as like androgynous, she goes, can make she, my like, source report. She like leans more towards like what? the male side <laughs> of androgyny, but it. then you look at like Ruby Rose from Orange Is the New Black, and she's the way more feminine. Wait, which one's Ruby Rose? She's Stella. Oh, okay. the chick with all the tattoos, yeah. yeah, and she leans way more towards the feminine, like androgynous, and oh, she's gorgeous. That's my girl crush. How about Lady Gaga? Like she can look ugly. She's on the list. <laughs> <laughs> we got Camille Parker Bowles. I literally just oh. thought that as like a like a like a <laughs> ringtone. She's, she's, she's on the list. <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell, Janet Reno, Kathy Burke, Rhea Perlman. Whoopi Goldberg. Maria Perlman's a great one. How about the Misery Chick? What's her Kathy name? Kathy Bates. Yeah, Kathy Bates. Oh, oh yeah. Whoopi Goldberg. Oh. Cher. There you go. Helen Clark. This, look at this lady. Look at Helen Clark. Uh-oh. Oh, Helen Clark. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's just oh, kind of unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say Prime Minister of New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a big day for basketball. That's not me. Oh, Sandra, Ber- Sandra Bernhardt. Oh yeah, I just yeah, I pulled it up to. Uh. And then yeah, what'd you say, Jocelyn? What, Wildenstein? Yeah. See, I think, you, but see, you're just looking up ugly girls, like. Well, I, 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 I go- like, I go- not <laughs> ugly crush girls. Yeah. See, like, oh, you're listing Google. ugly women, but like, ugly actually, who girl. would you like be with? Yeah. See, that's the thing though, because I don't like if I. If I think about a woman, I'm all like, like a celebrity female. I'm just all like, I'd be like, well, I, I'm not really into her, but I'm like, she's not really like, but she's not ugly. Like, I'm really trying, like, I can't really like, if like, yes, most of these women on this list were pretty fucking ugly, and I was like, tread lightly, buddy. I don't think. So Kathy Bates came to your door and was like, "Do me? Would you do Kathy Bates?" I don't know if I do Kathy Bates. That's the thing, though. I would. You, everyone knows me, though. I would do it for the story. I'm on a podcast. How can I not do it? And let me be like, Steve. It's all like, yeah, my week was pretty good. I got a new promotion, stuff like that. Steve, how was your week? Fuck Kathy Bates. I win. Flip table, leave. Yeah, Kathy came over. Kathy came over and I. Kathy, I've never met her before. Kathy Bates. Let me put this. I put her Bates. I put it this way, man. I put her through misery. Oh! Don't encourage her. (laughs) It's okay. She refers to you as her American horror story. Oh! See, naturally, I have to jump on that train. I got to go on that one. Oh, I'm I'm all for it. That was fun. Yeah, that so was I, fun. I think it's fundamentally different, right? Though, because someone like uh, Danny Trejo or uh, yeah, 
<laughs> yeah. uh, Patrick Stewart or someone, someone like Patrick that. Stewart's Patrick Stewart's hot. Yeah, Patrick Stewart's good looking. You need to, you need <laughs> to make that age, so that, yeah, I'd be I out. think you're thinking of Steve Buscemi. That <laughs> <laughs> they uh, make it so number one. Willem <laughs> Dafoe is another one of them. Willem Dafoe, They offer yeah. something in, in terms of character that might be uh. attractive from a female perspective. Like the emotional aspect versus the I visual really, aspect. And maybe right, it's because right. he's not my ugly guy crush, but I don't see what allure Steve Buscemi. <laughs> oh, he was a firefighter. He volunteered for free for 9-11. Okay, yeah, that's true. Okay, but now that I'm curious now, you're naming off this stuff. Like, if he wasn't any of that stuff, would he still be your, like, that, uh... That's yeah, Charlie Axe and stuff. Danny Trejo is my ugly guy crush. Cause I'm and like, Danny hey, Trejo volunteers with, like, puppies and stuff, too. Okay, okay, yeah, again, totally you're, ta- you're tacking on all the female, like, it's all like... Your girl, like your girl. Hey, this is my boyfriend, Danny Trino. They're like, why are you dating him? He's like, oh, he helps out puppets. They're like, uh. actually, I really like his like ghetto tattoo on his okay. chest. Okay, yeah, with and the chick you- with like or like the, the sombrero like thing on his chest. I'm all about that. Like, oh, right I grew up in Southern California. Like, <laughs> I'm like all right about that life. <laughs> like that is like. That is where it's at for uh, me. I'm sorry. So or like good. his prison redemption stories. Like he's but like a hard and badass. But we're supposed to not know about. Oh, not, Dude, not I don't about even know that. how oh, to answer the street. question on the girl's side. Y- you okay. can't. I don't know. I don't know how to. Because you know why? Like it's okay because we can all agree. Like the men they were naming off were like, yeah, okay. Like why would that be your crush? But then they said ugly. But it's okay. But we can't really say a woman's ugly. <laughs> So we're just going to get hated on. It's like, I can't even, like... Well, it is kind of a Hollywood stigma. Thing. You I can't have yeah. ugly guys playing lead roles. But, Mickey like, like when we're watching Burt Wonderstone, you know, it's like the one female was Olivia Wilde. Oh, there yeah. Were any I like Olivia Wilde. Wilde. I like Olivia Wilde. Yeah. <laughs> and that's fine. And that's fine. There's just, like, when movies come on and stuff, I'm like, look, my wife's watching something, I see her, I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> I said, oh, man. The only thing she was cute in was The Intern, but if it kind of, like... Like our perception uh, of her as an actress. Oh, we did see the intern. Confused. That's the one with De Niro. Yeah, De Niro was adorable in it. Yeah. And he's kind of uh, ugly now. That was like a good. Uh, <laughs> see, he's kind of always see? been ugly though. <laughs> you know what? I actually Robert didn't hate that movie. Not Robert De Niro it was, was not like movie. traditional, yeah, like handsome. Yeah, but he, that was a good. He movie. looked. My mom used to have this like saying about men. She always wanted like she didn't care if like they were like Hollywood gorgeous, but she would always say they look competent. De Niro looks confident. He's gonna like you're gonna get taken care of by De Niro. Yeah, like how like a guy holds himself. I mean, yeah. 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 Looks like Al Pacino. Like he didn't like like He's even in, really like either. even in Scarface. Like you're like oh that's the haircut you went with okay and like yeah he's a good actor so but yeah it's like you see him and you're just all like you're like you're like you're like yeah he's nothing to look at but this guy can get some shit done. You know, yeah, that is like this inherent like sexist thing. Like we look for guys who look like they can carry themselves, either financially or in bed. It's like <laughs> I don't know. Does Danny Trejo Wait, look financially like he can do in either? bed? I haven't heard this. No. Do tech <laughs> he's got his laptop. He's working on TurboTax. She's like, oh my god, he did my taxes in bed last night. It was so amazing. Oh. So he's financial in bed. He's he very. Has, I got a really good return amazing. from him. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> guess what? I didn't have to owe anything. God damn it! It's oh tax season God. right now. This is great. Yeah. Have you ever noticed that you like when you hit like adulthood and you actually like have conversations with friends about taxes? Like this has happened to us. We're sitting around a dinner table with his sister and her husband, and we got in the topic and we started talking about like taxes and laundry, and we're like. Oh my God! This means we're grown-ups. Yeah, like I felt incredibly old. 
Yeah, we had that moment on the podcast where Matthew went out to buy a hose, and we literally had a 20 to maybe 35-minute conversation of being like, well, what hose did you get? And he's like, well, I bought – it's like, I don't want to cheap out on the hose. And Eric's like, yeah, man. I'm like, that thing's going to break in the sun in no time. You want a good quality – you want to throw some money at a hose, you know? And then, like, literally it's like, we're going to take our first break, and hopefully we're not talking about – yeah, brought to you by Lowe's. Uh, Well, we talked for 10 minutes about a straw, so it's like – That's true. Hey, this is how this podcast works. That straw is pretty freaking amazing. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I like the. Pen. And it's only two thousand that were made. So. Yeah, I, I mean limited. NASA near the hose. I would want to talk about that for twenty minutes yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, it just it, like NASA found some new planets, y'all. Yeah. How about Ooh, that? Well, like cool and a new video game, but about the hose. Yeah, back to the hose. Right. <laughs> you got your green hoses, you got your blue hoses, you got your black hoses. Oh, wait. Speak- it's not a carbon fiber weave. Speaking yeah. of video games. Oh. You were able to see the Nintendo Switch. Oh my god, That's yeah. right, yes. So, some friends from Albuquerque drove all the way over here to do that Zelda escape room thing. Yeah. So, we did that, and we were only one of three teams who won. Awesome. And so, we got these little Switch badges, and they're like, oh yeah, we didn't promote it, but you guys get to try the Nintendo Switch with the new Zelda game. Sweet. So, we were ushered off into this room, and... Like you break off, they they had the little I don't I don't even know what it's called, but Joy-Cons. they have the Joy Cons connected oh, yeah. to the system, and we yank them off, and they don't feel like anything. So you know, if I get the system, I'm gonna lose so much money, like losing these things around the house. Right. <laughs> they're, even, okay. they're like a third of the way to my cell phone. Okay, they're super light, and you kind of like free float them. And it took me a little while to get used to it, but once I did, and, and like graphically, the game was awesome. It was open world. I was geeking out already. But it was just getting kind of used to just being able to do whatever I want versus kind of be stuck with Yeah, the... with one. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. So you can just play it like that or you can put it into the controller or... Exactly. Okay. The, guy, the guy was even like, if you can't get used to the free-floating controls, just stick it onto the controller thing. But yeah, I guess... I guess that's what's going on now, so... Yeah, well... How much time did you spend chopping down grass? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah! 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 <laughs> Torch in the first one, minute, like, like, and we're like swinging the torch trying to catch a butterfly. So I'm like, this is a real Zelda game. Yeah, that that does happen. Okay, so like me, I'm a huge Nintendo fan. I was already sold on the Switch as soon as they announced it because I was like, yeah, I know Matthew's just like he's like, yeah, it looks cool, but do I want to do it? So I'm like, well, and I'm like, I saw pictures that Annabelle yep. was seeing stuff. So I'm like, she's gonna come on the show. We'll talk to her. So would you try now? Okay, uh, I was like, I was, I was like, it's completely against the idea. Okay. But after actually playing it, even for those 15 minutes, if they can make more games like the Zelda like game, that? I am fully on board. I just don't want to drop for the system just for Zelda and right. have it be like my Wii and never use my Wii again after right. I finish Zelda. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm a little worried about that. I want to see what else they have for it. Well, yeah. I'm already sold, like, I think, th- like, that was a, I was, having this, I, was like, I was having a conversation with my buddy. This is when I realized I'm not an adult yet, like, even though we did have adult conversations. But I was like, everyone else is like, you know, like, oh, you know, Matthew, you're preparing for, like, a kid, you know, Patrick's get, taking, you know, getting through a divorce and stuff like that, so he's dealing with that and stuff. I'm like, my biggest problem right now is, like, how am I going to get a Nintendo Switch on launch day? I didn't get a pre-order one. I'm like, do you think they'll do, like, midnight ones and they might have, like, an extra one if I wait in line? Like, that's my biggest concern with life right now. I'm all like, you know what? I'm doing pretty good. Like, that's my main problem. Like, how am I going to get to play a Switch on launch day? Right. That's basically it. Other people are like, my house got foreclosure. I'm like, yeah, but Zelda. I mean, <laughs> how do I? Um, so, yeah, I'm already sold on the console, but I just love Nintendo in general. But, okay, so, yeah, 
let's talk about the some Zelda. Okay, so catching it like so. You launch into the well. I asked the guy like, is this a demo or is this like the first part of the game? Yeah. What's the first part of the game? I don't. I'm not going to give any spoilers, but you launch into an open world just like Skyrim, and they're even implementing other popular RPG elements. Like one of the first things we did is we activated a tower that was a fast travel point. Oh, fine. I yeah, feel like okay. an Assassin's Creed thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm on board with you. Yeah. I'm fucking because they did that. They started that with I'm running across that whole map to get to the. Yeah, because they did that <laughs> with they did that with what Ocarina of Time. You could yeah. play the songs and get to the temples to get to certain parts. Uh, they did a really good job, I think, in Twilight Princess when they did that. Uh, to me, my non biggest like not my favorite like Nintendo based Zelda game because you can't um, like if you're gonna say the worst Zelda game ever, it's gonna be the uh, CDI ones um but like uh was it uh, skyward sword skyward sword was n- my least favorite zelda game ever because they literally were like oh guess what you can only carry certain things now like you yeah you only had so much item space now and you're like okay uh you literally ran out of stamina like running and fighting now i'm like i'm like you literally try to take like everything from skyrim and put it in here but you did it badly and then you couldn't save wherever you wanted you literally had to find a statue to go save that. And oh, my were, God. And yeah, there was two and far between. It was ridiculous. So you literally could be like, oh, I'm stuck in this thing. I'm going to take a break. You'd literally be like, well, if I start over, I'm going to be all the way back at the beginning of this place. One of my pet peeves in games is checkpoints. And that drives me crazy, the kind of saving system mm-hmm. versus auto-saves. Yeah, the auto-save, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, okay, but yeah, you launch into full-blown yeah, open world. Yeah, open Straight from the onset, which is pretty cool. There's like a little two-minute opening scene, and then you launch it to the open world. And the the dude I was with uh, played it first, so I got the last ten minutes. But yeah, I was uh, he activated the tower, and I just explored a little bit. But it looks like there's like item customization oh. and weapon customization. And the dude was like, um, I was trying to ask the dude all the questions, the guy who was demoing it, because yeah. there's all these little Nintendo people, and he's like, I can't tell you, you have to experience it. And I'm like, fuck you, dude, just tell me what's going <laughs> on. <laughs> she was like, you're either going to make me buy one or not, so answer it. <laughs> he's like, you won't believe how far we got. And I'm like, how far did you get? But he wouldn't tell me. Uh, but no, just for those two dang. minutes, I was like, it's even though... Yeah, that little. <laughs> yes, another secret. <laughs> well, I thought you're gonna be like, it's a, it's a, it's a secret nobody knows from the actual original Zelda when you find those little things. I brought it back, anyways. Um... But yeah, the oh my god, the cell shading was gorgeous. It, it felt really good. Okay. So it's just, but how much can you tell within 15 minutes of gameplay or 20 so minutes of gameplay? The console was docked. Yeah, it was on the thing. Yeah. I don't okay. know about that. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, all of the unboxing videos I've been seeing now, uh, the console looks very small. Oh, it is, like, maybe this big. I'm totally not able to no, describe it on the phone. No, like, I, I think it's a lot smaller than the Wii, like the original Wii. It's super Wii. tiny. Yeah. It's maybe so, a fourth Which kind of cracks size. me up, because, like, you see the, the commercial and stuff for it, and they're, like, out in the park, like... <laughs> Oh, let's play NBA 2K right now. Like, it's like on that tiny-ass screen? No way, dude. Are you kidding me? Uh, that's actually what I'm also like, curious about, the screen. Yeah. I didn't check it out. I was well, just... yeah, but I just meant like, like I mean, I can understand playing by yourself, like doing the handheld and stuff of that would be cool. But like, like you said, like, hey Matthew, I know the TV's here, but you want to go outside in the blistering heat and play on this screen? Yeah. Matthew's like, yeah, you know I do. And we're like, hey, I can't. Hey, I can't. Can you get us some Sunny D? How <laughs> about some bagel bites? Yes. And Matthew does that every time he comes in. He's always all like, oh, man, soda, purple stuff. Oh, right, so <laughs> Actually, I'd probably take the purple stuff. <laughs> uh, not going to touch that. Um, I'm going to try not to be like Trump's America and keep my mouth shut. Um, 
What? That was basically not yeah, named dude. Trump. Um, I know, I know. Uh, but yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, so that's that's my biggest thing. So I, I definitely want one of those. I mean, on the bright side, if I can't get one at launch, I still have a Wii U, and they are releasing it on the same day. Uh, the Wii U version. Oh, so of it's the not set. a Switch exclusive. No, it's coming oh, out for both. Good. It's kind of like what they did with uh, Twilight Princess, where it came out for the GameCube and also. But this time, instead of going, no, if you, the Switch gets it first, and you have to wait four months for the next one, no, I think they're releasing them on both the same day. Okay, so, good. Okay. So I was all like, okay, so if I don't get a chance to play it, if I can't get a console, obviously, then I'm like, well, I'll just buy the game for the Wii U and play it on that probably for a little bit. But I know, of course, once I get my hands on a Switch, I'll be like, fuck that game. Here's it on this mm-hmm. one, you know. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm super stoked for Nintendo. I, and it's always amazing. Me how Nintendo is like they'll take a beating, but they'll come back with something. Everyone's like, "Oh well, fuck!" Like everyone has to change everything now because <laughs> I even think Sony came out with something like they have a patent now for something like that. Oh yeah, like they tried the Vita, they tried the PSP, and it's like Nintendo's like, "We gotta kind of a uh, hold on these gimmicky things." Sorry. Yeah, well, I, what I like about Nintendo is all like they come up with an idea, and then like PlayStation came out when the Wii first came out. They're like, "This is the dumbest thing. This is a child story. Fuck you!" And they're like, a year later, they're like, "So is this the move?" And I was like, "Does that look like the Wii? no, no? Dude, it has a ball. Yeah, it has colored balls on it. It changes colors. So um, <laughs> they bring it back with the VR in their defense. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, like, well, that's what I'm saying. Like. That's the thing that I got really like weirded about with uh, PlayStation. They released the VR. PlayStation. Right? So have you played the VR? Yes. Okay. See, the thing is, is like it looks interesting, but I'm like, I'm not gonna go out pay four hundred dollars for this thing. I'm like, I need to try it out first. I need to sit down, and be like, oh, is this something I want to invest in or whatnot? But I mean, it looks it looks fun and have looks amazing. Have you played it yet? No, I haven't. If That's... you get the chance to, um, it, it just like the Switch. Once you're immersed with the stuff around you, mm-hmm. like they have Rush of Blood, we're on a little minecart. Doing a little horror movie shooter. Oh, cool. Um, oh, Resident Evil 7. If I can get a hold of the VR and mm-hmm. rent that game, I will do it. But, yeah, it's just one of those things. Uh, it adds that extra level to it. Uh, I went to a friend's house. He had a little VR party to kind of mm-hmm. show off the new system. And I did the Batman game. Okay. And it's one thing to be playing Batman and kind of zone out and be like, okay, whatever. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. hit A, B, and, or X, whatever, and uh, attack dudes. Here, it's like I had to reach for my belt and pull up my battering and throw it at things. Oh, okay. Like, extra, or if I'm scanning a body to see if uh, I can get the ballistics out of it, I get my scanner and I was going over the body and I oh. could look around the body. <laughs> okay, and... see, like, yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it sounds cool and stuff like that, but I just, it's like, like, I know everyone's like, you have to, ex-, like, that's what everyone says is like, you have to experience it. Like, it's like me describing it. Yeah, it sounds cool. But like, once you're in it, you're like, okay, but like, that's what I'm waiting for. Because my, my brother said the same thing. He's like, have you tried that VR thing? And I'm like, no, he's like, dude, I'm like, he's like, I don't know if I'm going to drop that much money on it once it like blows the price, but he's like, it's, it's pretty good. I'm like, okay. So it's kind of like one of those, like, you can give it a try there. A VR bar just opens up on Mill Avenue. Serious? Well, okay. Yeah. VR junkies. You go in, you get an hour of play time and you can just give it a go. And when you go in there, they, they just keep playing that VR Trooper song from that old. <laughs> <laughs> I think FPS is a really good example of what makes uh, VR so immersive. Because you think about it, every FPS, you're holding your gun in one fixed position, relatively at six inches in front of your chest, and it never moves. But when you play a VR game, you can hold the gun however you want to, and just the, the mere act of holding it and pointing it at different angles relative to your own body makes it like a bajillion times more immersive. Okay. But I always love those games too, like uh, House of the Dead, you know, when I go to yeah. GameWorks or whatever. Right. And I just like that experience of having the gun shooting where I want. And this yeah. is a version you can have in your own house. I mean, I know they've kind of had it, but the extra level of being able to look 360 around yeah. things. Yeah. 
So, uh, but yeah, no. So I'm I'm looking forward to everything like that. So I, I think it's PlayStation. Just I think oh, to me, I'm like, dude, I think you're doing fine with your VR. But if you want to try this adventure, like you want to see what Nintendo does and think it's the next like money grabbing thing, that's that's you, PlayStation. I would have invested money on. Well, I feel like that patent was like submitted long, like a long time ago. Does it feel like that? And there's well, just... I thought that's what like I had read that. That's how the cycle goes too with patents. Yeah. You have to submit them a, a long time ago. Yeah. So it's like... Even so it just like came out because it's you know the switch came out and it's like the most relevant thing to it. Yeah, no, that's another thing too. It's also that you know classic like clickbait. Be like, oh, what's PlayStation doing? I'm like the patent was actually put back in. They actually used this to make the the you know the Vita, which no one bought. So uh, I have one. You hey, you know what? I, I, it was funny. Hey, no, look, I bought the PSP. Yeah, I had a PS, PSP. PSP was fun and some of that. And then all of a sudden I was just like, wait, they haven't made any games for this. And then the Vita was coming out. I was like. Does look cool. I know. I was intrigued. And I was, like, I, oh, I, was I was gonna get one, and then literally, I just kind of forgot about it. Then I literally, I think it was like what three E threes ago. They were just all like, "Hey, what about Vita?" They're like, "Yeah, so PlayStation 4. <laughs> you can play the PlayStation Four on your Vita in the bathroom." And people were like, "Well, I I didn't buy. Do you have any games for Vita? No, you can just play in the bathroom. <laughs> That's not really selling me. I already play in the bathroom. I don't." You just have the door open. <laughs> Dude, are you taking a shit while we're playing Destiny? No. Shut up. <laughs> this is my time. Trying to shoot this wizard. Shoot this wizard. Okay, but that's cool. That's good to know with the the Nintendo Switch, because uh, I'm I'm super stoked about that. I was literally gonna take the day off from work, and then I couldn't because people already took the fucking days off, so I'm mad at them. <laughs> They're going to look they're like they're like yeah my kid's graduating you know from college and stuff I'm like fuck your kid I want to switch switch with me get it huh okay it's like just leave why are you even in my office <laughs> you don't even work here yeah I know um I'm really holding the show together right now so I don't know if Matthew's <laughs> gonna jump in and save me or just let me oh uh, I was trying to play the Nintendo Switch like the, the little sound it makes oh Click. which I think you have me muted oh do oh <laughs> sorry. He's like, well, you look at all the weird stuff, so I don't want to... Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, don't worry, guys. That little sound. That That's sound. all I wanted to do. That's all I wanted to do. <laughs> I probably could have went... I could have done the same thing myself. <laughs> Matthew's like, this is very anticlimactic, <laughs> and we're done. But uh, but I figure um, probably wrap up the show. Uh, but before we leave and everything, I want to thank our guests for being on. But if you have anything you want to plug... Or just give out your Twitters and handles and all that kind of stuff. Feel free to do. So if we're looking for you guys, Matt and Sarah, on the interwebs, where can we go? Number two, geeksuite.com. On social media everywhere, at geeksuite. Perfect. Do you have any? YouTube, uh, our channel is 2geeksuite. Not that there's a lot there right now, but there will be. It's more than our channel. Ours is literally the podcast with no pictures. Um, <laughs> and Annabelle, if people are looking to follow you or track you down or be like, when can I do your men versus cosplay calendars again? Yeah. By the way, which was awesome because Eric got his package and he sent us like a video of him opening it. And it was pretty. It was rad. He got both the men and women versus cosplay, the the t shirt. Uh, I think it was uh, a lantern. Yeah, the pin. Yeah. It was really it was really that cool was package cool. deal. So Well that's thanks to Raven too, designing all that cool yeah, swag. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, but we're going to recruit that's early so Raven. this year. That's yeah. so Raven. That's the fucking song you should have sewn up, like just the <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, anyway. As always, uh, we have men versus cosplay and women versus cosplay. We're mainly active on Facebook and Instagram sometimes. 
But yeah, the big thing people want to know is when we're recruiting. So uh, join our mailing list, and we are recruiting this April through May. Oh, perfect. If they want to be All in right. the sexy calendar for next year, that's how early we have to recruit because we get so many apps. Well, if you want, since uh, April is when you start recruiting, yes, we'll have you. We'll have to have you come back on, and then you can start promoting that again, and then oh, we we'll see if anything. So, and then if you want any more people to come back, and also as well, if you guys did have fun tonight and you want to come back, you're more than welcome to come back anytime. Sweet. Next oh, time thanks. we'll bring food. Hopefully uh, traffic won't be as bad. Yeah, <laughs> traffic is horrible out here. Fucking I was gonna do delivery and be like, they totally made it. Nice and wrapped in Burger King. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's ironic. They dig the wrappers out of the trash and wrap up. Okay, fine, it's Burger King. <laughs> dig the wrappers out of the trash. <laughs> is, that a, is that a statement for how you feel Burger King tastes? No, actually, I do actually like Burger King. So holy, I really can't like bash any like a lot of fast food because I do like a lot of it. So. <laughs> Hey, what do you guys like to do outside of your uh, your blog? Oh wait, people have lives outside of their blogs and <laughs> yeah. hobbies. Like, what do you Whoa. guys what do you guys do? Well, I've, I've got a lot of hobbies that I neglect these days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I shoot traditional archery sometimes. Nice. Uh, uh, like to get out, snowboard, do a little hiking, stuff like that. Not okay. That I, not that I do a lot of any of these things anymore, but in you know in previous lives, that's kind of stuff I did. What about okay. your video games? Yes, I play a lot of it. I still play a lot of video games. I, I don't neglect that hobby. We were just talking about video games and you were quiet. <laughs> He's well, not I mean, a console oh, wait. gamer. Uh, I was oh, waiting, I was, yeah, I was waiting for that. I was waiting. PC. For, he's like, yeah, I don't play with children toys. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, <laughs> and then you're like, please don't drop that. Those are expensive. Like, yeah, like, yeah, just my console's all you want, but I pay, I need that. Um, all right, well, hey man, we're happy to be in your presence. So. <laughs> no, what do you play, dude? I, um, I've been playing a lot of Overwatch before. I was okay. Playing, like basically anything with a ranked ladder. I love to play competitive. I'm not good. I'm below average on she just every laughed. She's like, ah. <laughs> on every competitive game many, that I play. You should hear how many like, damn it, damn it, damn it, <laughs> and then you hear like the because he'll be upstairs and I'll hear like him stomping on the floor and like. Okay, I, that's like actually, that's interesting though because it's like you like those kind of games and then you literally like I I he's like I enjoy playing it but I'm really not that good at it and I'm like that's but what to, we do dude but to keep going back to it though is like pretty pretty like hero like no like me like. I, I love mean, Overwatch. I haven't even touched Overwatch. I, I know, dude! And I haven't touched it yet, so... Who's your character on Overwatch? Mm, I play Zarya, Soldier, uh, Farah, Zenyatta. Okay. These are words I don't play, so yeah. words. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I like Junkrat. I love Mercy. I play Mercy a lot. I just like... He's a healer. Yeah. We have oh, an yeah. Overwatch cocktail on our website. Nice. This is true. Ooh. It's this a tracer. True. It's Ooh. orange! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I Missed just, opportunity. I remember leeching drink. Exactly. Like, whatever. Just, just change it of it. Yeah. It's not really so themed other than color. <laughs> There's a super cool uh, like 4v1 asymmetrical survival horror game. It's like four survivors, one killer, and all the killers okay. are modeled after like, you know, like the 80s slasher archetype killers. They even have like a literal Michael Myers killer in this Dead by Daylight. Super fun. I've been oh, playing that dude. a lot lately. Oh, that we have five amazing. people. I'm just saying we should do that. Yeah, well, I'm getting excited for that uh, the the Friday the 13th game. Like, I like the concept of that where it's like oh, the one person's Jason. You have cool. the four, like you know, kind of like what you're saying. But I like the fact where literally you could be like, Jason's coming. 
But we know if we I'm like if we hit this guy and beat him to the ground, we can leave. And he's and your buddy's like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's like you're dragging down the whole team. Fuck off, you know. Like you like you literally ditch your friends. Like it's like oh four of us, but only three of us can fit on the boat. You're gonna die anyways, John. And then just like take off, you know. <laughs> so it's like I thought that was like Friday the 13th is really gonna be like and now I know who my real friends are. <laughs> Again, <laughs> you know, like it's gonna be like that evolved, like when we're playing, which is actually coming to Xbox. I know, right? I know. I'm like, why? What? Isn't that game dead? It's no, like five bucks from PS4. Free. Yeah. Shit. I, I I thought it was a cool concept. Just the problem is, is I bought it and no one else did. So I like Battleborn. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You go to like Target or something. It's five bucks. And you're like, and you're still like, that's too much. You can play friends with the two people who play it. You yeah. like, have a new person. Well, that's the problem. They were oh. the target, and they see you. You guys came it. on too strong. I don't know if I can play this. Yeah, too yeah. Oh, we lost another one. I think I'm just gonna grab the expansion pack to Destiny. Thank you very much. Yes. Oh. Do you play Destiny? I don't. Okay. Uh, it's like you either don't play Destiny or you play no. super hardcore is what I've noticed. Hard, oh, okay. I I don't think we're hardcore though. Uh, like, I like we enjoyed it. We enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, we're not. Fun. We're like don't get me wrong. I would love to do some of those raids and stuff, but it's sort of like I'm like, <laughs> dude, that, hold on, dude. Let's be honest. We we literally go. And we just dance in the fucking <laughs> We sit there and we no, no. have dance parties. But no, this is the thing. Like, no, me and you were like, let's do a raid. And then we're like, well, it says we have to have like 500 uh, star points. I'm like, what do we have? We're like, we're at 220. And we're like, so you just want to go like to a mission we already beat and just dance afterwards? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> like, we have the idea, but we can't fall through on it. You know, yeah, we're very, we're, I would say we're very, yeah, very casual. So I think there is a 1% <laughs> casual players. And I think it's just us. Because we don't get like competitive, like other people are like, we're gonna fucking take this thing down. I'm like, well, you know, if we win, we win. If we don't, you know, yeah. it's not like it's a big deal. I'm gonna get our achievement if we win. I'm like, well, you're kind of being a dick right now. So you know what? Maybe we don't want to win. Well, I had level people like to show off. Like, we'll take the newbie with us and do all the shit and show off to them how cool we are. Like, that's all they have left. There's nothing else to do in the game. I, I, <laughs> but I would just high level people want to do cool just shit. Stand in the back and just be like, you guys are. <laughs> Doing the mission, it's awesome. I don't know who this guy is, but he's like dancing for us the whole time. We're sitting there going stuff. He's just like a hype guy. This is awesome. I think we have a fan, man. It's just a hardcore fan. Like just follow him around, just like like just like start narrating with all the free XP I'm getting right now. I think that was a purple item. Sweet. Um. But yeah, I, yeah, we're very, very casual players and stuff like that. Like, we did have that one guy join our team, speaking of which, where he was literally like, yeah, check this out. So literally, oh, man, yeah. literally the kid left for a little bit, and Matthew just goes, is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's great. He got a shotgun. I got one too. You don't see me flashing it around. That was yeah. That, <laughs> that was, was so was, great. That was fun. It was just like us three. <laughs> yeah, but like he's just like, look at this and this. I'm like, yeah, cool. And I'm like, uh, that's just like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> He's like, let's just kill shit. Like, come on. <laughs> like, literally, like, I don't even look at, like, people are like, what kind of weapon you got? Like, one that does a lot of damage? I don't know. I don't care. Let's fucking kill things. I feel like I you have, like, a meta Twitch stream where you just, like, sit back in the game and then watch the other people also in the game. Right. It's, like, le- level. That's, like, it's Inception type shit right there. Oh, you, you could try it. See if it stream works. Within stream within a stream? Stream. Oh, shit. So literally, like, so one of us 
streams ours, and the other person will play that same stream and watch it and then commentate <laughs> over it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit, my character looks really good right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like all you were doing, though, is just repeating what the person is like, oh, sweet, I found some loot. Oh, sweet, he found some loot. You know? <laughs> Have you noticed that every character I make in a video game looks like The Rock? <laughs> Have you done that with your wrestling ones? What? Uh, you go do that? Do you no, do that? honestly, I think it's like... so. Uh, Ghost Recon Wild, Wildlands has like their open beta crap right now. Okay. And you can make a character, and it's like limited. I did it, and I, dude, I was like, it happened again. I just start making this shit. And I'm like, it looks like the fucking Rock. Like, <laughs> what, is your uh, is your division character look like the Rock, or does he look like Dre? Uh, I think that. Well, I think he looks like me. <laughs> How is so division? Dre, How you know what? Um, division. I'm gonna segue because I really want to try it, but I'm like, do people still play it? Uh, <laughs> haven't played it in a while. Uh, it's it's fun though. Yeah, like I want to. We again, we'll get back into it. We get back into it. Apparently. So my comment on that is, so. I've only played probably 45 minutes of the Wildlands beta, but it's like the division on a huge scale. So I feel like the division came through and they're like, we have this idea. Let's make the premise of the game in like a, a smaller contained area. So, you know, like New York, wherever it is, see how it goes. So it went pretty wick, like pretty good. And they were like, okay, well we're on the right track for this next game, which is bigger. And it's just on the ghost recon uh, universe or whatnot. Oh, but, okay. So it's like that, but just like huge and like you approach missions and if you're working with people, like you figure out how you want to take it and tackle it down. If not, you know, if you're playing single player, they have like the three AIs with you and uh, you kind of control how you want to do it and you have like a drone and you can like scout and stuff. So you can uh, solo it if you want. You don't have to. Yes, okay. you can. Yeah. And I think it's like drop in, drop out. Sweet. Okay, to. very cool. Uh, but I'm intrigued. Okay. I think I, anyways, just to piggyback off that, the division's fun, but... But this is out now, so this, it's like... This is co- yeah, this okay. is coming out. Yeah, well, I mean, honestly, right now, you probably get the division probably very super cheap, cheap if you yeah. did want to check it out, or uh, I'm like, I wouldn't say... Re- I mean, renting it would be a good idea to try it out, but like, if you did get addicted to it, then you're kind of like, I have to buy the game. Like, we bought it when it first came out because we played the beta and it was really kind of cool, but yeah, it was one of those things where I think it just kind of dropped off, but then I finally got one of those big, like, uh, external hard drives, so I ended up just installing all the games I haven't beaten yet back to my right. Xbox, and I'm like, the division's on, I'm just I like, but I'm like, but everyone's probably they don't have it installed right now, so I probably won't be jumping on anytime soon. But I mean, you could jump into Dead by Daylight also. That's true. And play with Matthew. I'm in Giller, by the way, so just just watch out. I will sneak up behind you. So I looked it up, and it looks pretty rad, like the protagonist or whatnot. He just likes putting people on hooks. Oh my he looks god! Like a, he looks like a pretty. Evil dude. Yeah, he's he's pretty he's pretty horrific over here. Oh please. <laughs> uh, that's Says the girl who married him. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a charity stream. That's, uh, that sounds like a fun game. Kill people for the kids. Yeah. Are you a Steam user? <laughs> you, are yeah. you on Steam? Oh, yeah. On, yeah? Yep. Yep, Is that Steam. your main your main hub? Uh, yeah, pretty. I mean, if it's uh, you know not on Steam. Maybe I'll play it. Maybe I won't. Yeah. I mean, Overwatch is kind of an exception because, you know. It's Overwatch. Blizzard, right? Let's be real. In the three years that I've known you, you've played like a grand total of three games. League of Legends had his soul for quite a while. Okay. 
All right. No, do that. Like League of Legends. He would buy a game and then play it for like two minutes and then be like, and I'm going back to League now. And that's that was primarily where I would hear that. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Good. <laughs> and you just hear it like constantly, and you're like, oh wow, that's gonna be. He's gonna uh, come downstairs you know and what? he's gonna be mad. I, I interspersed a lot of Darkest Dungeon in the. In the I've heard Darkest Legends. Dungeon. I've heard that. Yeah. Oh man, just just play it for the narrator. Yeah. Yeah. Wayne Jean is an amazing voice actor. He nice. Will, you know, he. I just want him to narrate my life, right? Because it'll give everything a sense of a gravitas beyond belief. <laughs> Hell yeah, that sounds <laughs> rad. <laughs> it's like, but we're sorry, we can't afford him, so you have Adam Sandler now for your, uh... Oh, I got a secret. I didn't have a secret. But now it's out. <laughs> Why are you narrating nothing? You have to listen to it right after. <laughs> oh, absolutely, I've got to... Yeah, I think we may stick around, because I want to see your reaction. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll probably, we'll, 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 we'll use it as the closing song. Oh, that. uh, that's cool. You want to do that. But uh, yeah, so I think that's going to wrap up this episode of oh. Socially Awkward, man. I'm all talking to Oh, you want to have more? I don't know. <laughs> if you got to leave, we got to leave. I'm just intrigued. No one, first off, no one has to leave. If you have stuff to bring it, I don't Do you guys like music? <laughs> <laughs> I've never met these people before. I want to know that. Yeah, like a speed dating. You're like, what do you guys like? What do you like? Yeah, do you like music? Do you like? Do you, do you like food? Like do you like going like to concerts? What kind of food do you like? Yeah. Do you sushi? like? Yeah. Sushi tacos. Sushi tacos. Sushi. I'm, I'm just asking questions. I'll stop asking. No, you're questions. fine. I just think it's it's cute. You never really like get like like. No, they don't have to go, do they? Do you like music? <laughs> Somebody answer my goddamn yes, question. I like music, but. Okay, let's put it this way. So Matthew, Matthew is basically our music guy on the show. He's he's enthralled with music. He loves music. Uh, so what are what, what are some genres you like? <laughs> Does that help? It takes, yeah, fucking takes over. <laughs> well, you're just like you guys like music. I'm trying to. He's like, what's the fucking question? It's like when people ask us if we like food. <laughs> no, yeah, naturally you do. You guys have a blog about it. I'm not gonna ask that. <laughs> yeah, that's, wait. You that's, guys have a blog? No. Uh, <laughs> It's such an open-ended question. You're like, ah, how do I respond? So paralyzed by the options. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I like, uh, like EBM industrial. Yeah. He's yeah. all dark side and like true story. And spooky our closet, electronica kind of stuff. In our closet, he has like his old like club clothes from back in the day, and those boots. Wow. Oh yeah. Down picture. <laughs> You're like, it's in my mind. <laughs> I made him put on his little club getup when we first started dating. Kinky. <laughs> That's oh, a cosplay right there. Oh, snap. <laughs> See, if I don't ask questions, we don't get juicy shit like this. And he's like, I have a crack coming on. <laughs> All right. But he is a closet T-Swift fan. Oh. Uh, not, not really closet T-Swift. <laughs> I actually have a T-Swift reference and a tattoo. Do you? Yeah. It's it's not explicitly a T-Swift reference, but, you know. But dabs know. in it. it, if, it, it if it's con- yeah, if it's confused with that, I'm, I'm not opposed to it. It's okay. So, wait. What is the tattoo, honey? Yeah. It's uh, a cocktail shaker and a martini glass and a scroll with a letter or the words, uh, shake it off. Dude, I get that. Oh, yeah. That's a song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's me in music. I'm like, oh, yeah, that was a video. That happened. <laughs> that was a popular song before she removed herself from Spotify. Huh. Uh, you're like a member Spotify. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah that's that right, was yeah. a movie. Yeah, that was. <laughs> there was a there was stuff. There, there was, was a, swords. There was and... a battle in a galaxy far, far away. One guy was really mean. 
So, like the industrial side. So, uh, KMFDM? Of course. It's a staple. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then, obviously, MDFMK? Well, I mean, that's, you know. That one album. Yeah. More or less the same. So, yeah. I didn't get too deep into it, but I like KMFDM. I like them a lot. Oh, I mean, they have, they have a huge, huge library. So everyone is about as confused as I am right now. I know. I'm like, <laughs> I actually got my first KMFDM CD when I was 13. Which, hey, which album you know, was it? Okay. Angst. Angst? Yeah, Mine see. was uh, Nil? My, uh, is it Nil? Yeah, Nil. Yeah, that was my first one. Cool. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, no, you guys are fine. I'm you just know, a little bit like, 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 If you I, want I a really great soundtrack, it's uh, the Blair Witch Josh's mixtape. Okay. It's probably one of the coolest soundtracks because it's like it's not like a score or anything. It's just like random, like Susie and the Banshees. Oh yeah. Um, actually, I think it's Susie and the Banshees when she was doing like the creatures. So it's and then like I think there's a KMFDM song on there. Like it's just all sorts of like weird, crazy, like amazing music though. Yeah. Okay. I'm intrigued. That was Spotify. Uh, you know, uh, I'm not, you know, it could be. I guess it could be anywhere actually. It it may be on Spotify. I'm a Spotify user. I just had the CD because Blair Witch fan. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course, she said when she was what, like 13. Uh, when Blair Witch came out, yeah, I was like 13, 14. Yeah, so yeah, CD. Like we didn't have this stuff yet. Like, cause, yeah, I had CDs. Yeah, so we were, you we're, didn't. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you guys you guys like air? Shut up. No, when I was thirteen I I definitely I had a C I had CDs, I had a C play. Yeah, I kinda figured. Dude, first CD I ever bought was TLC, Crazy Sexy Cool. I nice. had that C D. The first CD I bought. Don't ask me fucking why. <laughs> Must have been because like waterfalls. Is yeah, you were like chasing waterfalls. So I was like, yeah, I was like, a CD. Matthew's like, this water, this woman can't tell me what to do. I'll chase waterfalls, <laughs> and I never did. So I guess she was kind of right in the end. Fucking bitch. <laughs> do you guys remember the first CD you bought? Cheryl Crow, but I forgot the CD because I have no memory. Whatever her big hit was, I got that CD. I, Tuesday I Night Music Club, what was that? Yeah, it was um, something like something that. Something like that. I, I don't think oh, I remember shit. the first CD like that I personally bought, because like, I had older sisters, so basically oh, yeah. I just borrowed their CDs, yeah, my and I made mixtapes. So like... You know, if I if she was going to like not let CD me... CD to her, tape? Yeah. Yeah, you oh, see that shit. I still have some of mine in like my mom's garage. I'm I, like, have two, I have two cassettes out of my whole time. I still have two, and they're like, the recordable cassettes, and so I, sometimes it's been a long time since the like I'll th- like I I'll just throw it on and just like let it go because there's like songs, but then there's like overdubs of me like talking and like talk, <laughs> like a talk boy and shit. Wait a minute, wait a minute, is that like the first like rendition of the Fro Show? Oh, because if it is, dude, you should totally like it, maybe try to get it to you can record it back into the computer and just oh, release guitar, it. Guitar? Oh, I should do. I should. That would be pretty. Fucking I should cool. listen to it again. Yeah. Like, all guitar riffs that I came up with. Yeah. Yeah. Be like rare and unreleased. Yeah. 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 Oh shit! <laughs> get Matthew's two cassette tapes. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew's flow show two cassette tapes on a vinyl. It's <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> Put them on Spotify. Oh shit! I think. I think. I think my mom still has a bunch of her cassettes. I would say what we should do once you, you get the Fro Show back up and running, when you get to your hundredth episode, that's the one you do. Where like you can, yeah. Hey guys, what's up? <laughs> this is Matthew, pre-puberty. <laughs> well, I'm 
looks great. Meeting Doug Ruse right now. So uh, I, I just went on about the new uh, TLC. New TLC. <laughs> so this is a track called Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls. And yeah, it really speaks uh, to me. It's actually just called Waterfalls, but that's it. Whatever. <laughs> Not hey guys, got the new Bush Razorblade suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh my God. I love to hear that. Got that Chumbawamba, everybody's been wanting to hear. This band's gonna be around forever. Something. All the kids listening, who are these things? Yeah, like, <laughs> One guy's like, "What the hell's a cassette tape?" <laughs> Jamiroquai did it again. <laughs> shit! Oh my God, they're coming back. That blew my mind. Jamiroquai? Yeah. You know who never left is Europe. Well, yeah, they've been in the same what? place since the Earth. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the band Europe, you know, Final Countdown? Final Countdown. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh, we saw them last year. Oh, so good. And they are so hard. Oh, my goodness. Like hard? Or... Like hard music. Like okay. hard music. Oh. Like... <laughs> I was like, either in shape, or they just had raging erections. <laughs> I was like, it's nuts, man. He plays guitar. No, he like a fucking rap guitar, but he's not in his lap. It's nuts. I mean, my thought when I when I was uh, uh, watching them live is, they are not washed up at all. Time may have moved on past them, yeah. but they are still killing it. They're still tearing it up. Yeah. They just put out a new album, too, like, and it's pretty good. Like, Shockingly, I was like, you know, Europe, Final Countdown, how good can they be? Like, yeah, man. Besides yeah. Final Countdown. Yeah, nope, they're pretty good. That's 20 plus years later, too. Yeah. So. We actually played Final Countdown at our wedding. Aww. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was pointed out to us that that may not have been the best choice of music at a wedding, but better than a funeral. <laughs> oh, I want that for mine now. <laughs> Yoink! <laughs> to be played at your wedding? No, my funeral. <laughs> Matthew, we're all going to die before I ever get married. <laughs> uh, that's true. Don't. Yeah, it's fine. No, uh, we're, we've all accepted this. I wasn't looking for that pity. Oh, you just go, uh, okay. Um, like my parents always do at every reunion. Um Again, no. Oh, oh, wait, nobody there. We were told not yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> I need a no. Oh, thing. I'm like, these are jokes. <laughs> I like. I told you, my biggest concern in life right now was getting a Nintendo Switch. I'm doing fine. He's like, I have a cat. I'm yeah. fine. Toby. Toby. Toby, get a job. Um, <laughs> he's like, fuck you. He's out here. He's like, final count. <laughs> Man. Actually, final count meow. <laughs> final count meow. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I think the final countdown for a funeral would be fantastic. Yeah, I th- like yeah. while you're going into the grave, let <laughs> smoke is spilling yeah. out. <laughs> Lasers. But, didn't really know the guy, but he was a huge uh, '80s fan. Apparently, I don't know. It just seems like a non sequitur, isn't it? Like zero done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I already counted down. And that's done. when Kathy Bates comes out and. She's like, we had a weird, awkward moment. Uh, <laughs> Kathy Bates! <laughs> what the fuck's Kathy Bates doing on stage with Europe? Yeah. <laughs> Just out there, like, waving. Like. <laughs> Look, Steve never threw a decent party while he was alive, but this is pretty good. <laughs> Kathy Bates. Who else is going to show up? They'll have custom cocktails for your funeral. <laughs> we'll use a little bit of Blavod. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that is, but it sounds awesome. It's black vodka. Oh, Blavod. 
That makes sense. And that's literally yeah. the point. Yeah, it's not like a vampire. vampire yeah. Yeah. Name, yeah. The cheesiest name for like a spirit you've ever heard is I would like some blevard. Blevard. Like you just like for it in a store and you feel stupid. You're just like really. No, like, what is it? Black vodka. But it looks, it's like dark? Uh huh. Oh shit, I've never seen that before. Yeah, super pitch black. Yeah? Good? I don't think we actually ever opened the bottle. I feel like I'd be intimidated. Because, <laughs> like, vodka. Is it black? <laughs> no, no, like. Nobody but Annabelle went there, by the way. Everyone just went, yeah, I'm looking at it. No, that's just like. Like, dark, dark <laughs> like dark, just dark liquor. Like, there's some dark liquors that I drink, and I'm like, oh, shit. And it's not like. I am not buying a hose tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I get what you're saying, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like, it's just, hey, dark liquor, yeah. There's like just some dark This <laughs> makes me like a little. Uh, you have to admit, man, when I'm on fire, I'm on fucking fire. <laughs> hey, I'm really not a liquor drinker, I'm a beer drinker. So if I do do liquor, it's got to be something that's mixed. But you can mix beer with stuff, right? Like wine and... Or is that just a the thing they make up in Europe when I was Oh, no, I could do beer and wine. That's <laughs> fine. I, that's fine. I and he's like, the wine glass and the beer is just like, yeah! <laughs> but if I do like beer and liquor, then we get a little... Yeah, you have to be careful. It's a little, uh, a little rough. Yeah, you, you I have fun. It's just gets <laughs> rough. Yeah, you have to you have to be careful with that too with the mixing because I know if like if you start off I think with liquor and then switch to beer you're okay but you never want to go beer to liquor, liquor before beer you're in the clear exactly beer before liquor is that true you he's like having this look like you get sick. never been sicker <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's true or not it's just a thing I mean to me I'm Irish so I'm always like ooh this has alcohol in it yeah I'm basically like oh wait here's a bottle of booze what can we make with that. And yeah, that's, like, that's what I'd be on board with. It's like, what can we make with it? Oh, but our our cocktails are all spirit. Like, there's we at home when we make cocktails, it's very rarely with a mixer. It's usually like booze on booze sure. on more booze. My so favorite. Yeah. But the term is spirit forward. But I feel like big old glass of booze is my preferred. <laughs> that's yeah. you're like well the Filibertos, but we only use spirits in our cocktails. Oh no! I'm not gonna lie. We have had nights where we have had Filibertos and had top shelf, expensive spirit <laughs> cocktails, and we're just like, yeah, yeah, your priorities. Or or pizza rolls and a good bottle of wine is another favorite of ours. Like mm. we'll have a very nice bottle yeah. of wine and then we're like, yeah, let's microwave some pizza rolls, it's eat like some Italian potato night. chips. Yeah, because you have a fancy upbringing. <laughs> I learned about drinking when I was down in New Zealand and when I stayed in the prison. So we have like. I remember now. We remember now. It took a second to click. I was like, what? <laughs> oh yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a previous episode where Annabelle talked about her stay in New Zealand in a, in an actual prison for because it was like the, where you guys would stay for. Like, it was a decommissioned prison yeah. where yeah. they did like ghost tours. I just was anybody who's jumping like who's ever listened to the show they're like listening to this episode now they're going like wait. Annabelle was in a prison in New Zealand? And then everyone goes, are we surprised? I had to fix my resume. Like, I have my resume. Prison, Napier, New Zealand. And they were like, what were you there for? And I'm like, oh, I was working. Yeah. What were you there for? <laughs> On what? My anger. <laughs> but it was there was not much to do in the town. So the guys learned how to make beer in the prison. So we had, like, homebrew. 
And then we would just mix whatever we could at the grocery store. So we'd have the cheap cider, we'd mix up sodas, we'd mix up wine and coke. Like, it was just like, that was my fancy prison cocktail adventure like what prison cheap cocktail. shit can we drive like up that. the hill to the prison, prison and mix cocktail. up yeah prison that, cocktail. Should be, that should be a bar there are actually some pretty decent cocktails you can make without spending a lot of money like a vesper is one of my favorite ones but it is a very spirit forward it's james bond's cocktail and it's gin booze and lillet which is vermouth mm. with a twist of lemon peel and that's it it is a big old glass of booze you have yep. one of these you don't need much more in an evening. Yeah. If you have two of those, you're going right to bed. Yeah. And that's... Yeah, this would have been right. awesome in prison. Oh, my God. The problem is you'd be down with two, and they'd be all like, wait, I just drank James Braun's drink, and I'm in a prison. I'm a spy. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking James Braun over here. Did you guys hear that? James Braun? Hell yeah. Tell us more. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, that would put me flat on my ass. Yeah, do a blog post on like cheap cocktails because I am all over that. Yeah, I mean, and we, you know, we... and you can call it cheap first dates. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds a little rapey. I mean, there's oh, not like that. No, 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 no. no there's, there's, there's a pretty good book along those lines. I think like, I like women to drink, but I want to do Bill Cosby anyway. What was that? Eight bottle, eight bottle bar. Yeah, eight bottle bar. Get these eight bottles, and you are. Uh, well-equipped to make cocktails at home. Oh, okay. And, and like, also, like, you don't have to use, like, the most top-shelf, like, ingredients. Like, we keep a handle of Tito's on our fridge. Like, that's our vodka. It's yeah. know, 30 bucks for a okay. handle, and it's a decent vodka. We we use Stoli because we actually did a couple cocktails with them, and their vodka is, you know, affordable and tasty. But, like, you don't have to have, like, a Belvedere or, like, a Grey Goose or... Whatever other expensive vodkas you have. I've heard like, of Grey Goose. I, I know I have the shittiest <laughs> vodka probably known to man still in my uh, freezer. is literally called America's Vodka. <laughs> oh, yeah. Please just, just use that to clean. Oh, you no, know, I, I actually have it as if, if we're, uh, we were going to do it on the drunk take. They were going to play a game. We had to come up with a penalty. I'm like, you can take a shot of this if you want. But, yeah, oh, that is that's some bullshit. I recommend that. No, no. I, I originally bought it for, like, yeah, cleaning. And yeah, then, like, yeah but, use that to like clean your whiteboards or something. But I'm literally looking at it going law like, people drink this? Like I just got it to clean out like filters for the uh people drink this. this? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> people do. I'm like, I'm in prison. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Sorry to make like so a So you guys long. like so you guys like music? <laughs> Wait, do you like music? I bought a new I mattress. It. I love it. Actually, actually, I bought a tough needle. I got a tough needle. Oh, you did? How is it? Oh, I've had it for. I'm with, still within my 100 day policy. Oh. Because Tough Needle is a local company. Yeah. And they're pretty sweet. They. I was like. Did oh, you go to the warehouse? Um, I never. I was like, I you just was impulse like buying. I got drunk, and I bought shit off my Amazon wish list, and I bought oh. a mattress. <laughs> I what size? A queen. I, I, well, did it like unfolds and it's just go, it comes in this tiny little box and it unfolds and you pop it open with a knife and it just and it inflates. Does it smell? Not really. Okay. Yeah. Well, it probably has like new bed smell, but. Like new like... Yeah, is there a new bed smell though? I don't know. It is like a fresh car smell. You know it's fresh, but it doesn't smell. I just feel like something. Okay, for some reason I picture it'd be like a mattress 
mattress material, whatever the hell it's made out of, contained in this little box, and you open it up, it'd just be the Oh, it's just like, up. oh, yeah, like, because it's been in there, like, just on the shelf, like, ah, finally, someone bought one, you know? It's just, like, <laughs> foam or whatever, you know, just like, oh. I would just like to point out that this totally counts as adult conversation. <laughs> I was going to turn it back to the uh, other. You said uh, you bought a queen. I have a queen. I finally bought new sheets and a new blanket, and they're Star Wars. So, yes. <gasps> Is this the Target ones with the Revelation yeah. stuff? Oh, my God. It was, I've been I, wanting those. I literally walked down the aisles all like, I need new sheets. I'm going to buy these because I'm an adult. Did Do you have a matching shower curtain? No, my shower curtain Batman. Oh, that's right. What was that? A few years back, like probably four or five years ago, uh, Pottery Barn actually did Star Wars sheets. What? And they were amazing. Oh, I w- They were expensive, but they were amazing. And Pottery speaking Barn, of yeah. geek tie-ins... Uh, Le Creuset, which is the expensive French cookware that you see at the store that's really bright colored yeah, yeah. ceramic, they're doing a Beauty and the Beast soup pot that's like $280, and it's blue, and it has these beautiful roses on the top. I was like, I really want that, but I can't buy that. It also sings. <laughs> no, that's me when I'm cooking. It turns into a person at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> like, the spell has been broken. Oh my god, I am so on the stove! I am burning! This is not what I signed up for! I don't know why it sounds like that, but... <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> well then, that got darker. <laughs> yeah, I recommend it. Great company, and... I was like, I don't know... Alan loved it. It was a little firm for me, so I'm told him, I want to return this thing. And you just donated to Goodwill, and you prove you did it, and they give you the full refund within 100 days. Wait, wait. So they literally just were like, yeah, just drop it of Goodwill, you get the thing, and then they're just like, Goodwill just sells it for whatever they... Yeah. They're basically wow. like, I think they're the only company that does that. For the others, you have to stuff it back in the box and send it back. Yeah, yeah, because like, I'm hearing that. I'm like, okay, so... I'm not even sure how much, like, um, like so how much was the mattress? 600 Six. Okay, so They six, do flat. They don't do any sales because they're like, eh, it's a pain in the ass to do yeah. sales. We'll just do a flat rate. Yeah, flat rate. Well, 600 for a queen, not bad, you Sweet know. Sweet deal, yeah. yeah. But that's what I'm saying. But they're literally like, you don't like it, drop it off here, you get your money back, and then they could, they could literally be like. You can even ask them, like, hey, I told them, I don't feel like dropping it off. Uh, I just have a car. Could you get somebody to pick it up? And not only did they find me a company Damn. that I can pick it up for charity and give me the refund, they're like, you know. Before you decide to return it, um, you said it's a little firm. We'll give you an extra two inches of foam to put on top of it. See wow. if that helps you out. It's free. We'll extend your 100-day uh, warranty so you have a whole new month to see if you like the change. That's pretty good. And if you still don't like it, we'll still take it back uh, or give it to the charity. And I'm like, I've never heard of that kind of policy and how accessible the customer service was. And a friend, he loves his bed. His girlfriend hates it because it's a little too firm for her. I, I mentioned that too, like, yeah, some women I know have that issue with the mattress. They're like, dude, even though she's way outside her warranty, we'll still send her that foam topper just to make sure she gets a good night's rest. That's So that's, that's my adulting conversation of the day, but... I'm really starting to believe maybe we should be like, hey, this should be a sponsor. Because <laughs> you just kind of sold me on that, because, like, you hear the commercials, like, oh, okay, and stuff like that, but, like, it, it was li- it's literally like... Yeah, I don't really like the mattress, and I, I don't feel like taking it somewhere. And literally, they'll just do everything for you, and you're well, like, all right, I make, I'm sorry, that's pretty dedicated. Well, and, you know, it's funny because we live in a day and age of social media, and, you know, everybody's talking about everything, and they can't fall back on being a CERTA or, you know, a sleep number. So they're really relying on word of mouth, and the more you can help your customer and build a relationship with them, 
the more they're going to recommend you. Like, even if you don't like the mattress, if they did everything they could to make your experience good, you're still going to be like, I didn't like it, but you know what? It's still a really good company. And you know what? Maybe you like a firm mattress. That's more for you. And that's, it goes back to like, just being nice to everybody. Like, you know, it's everything in business is relationship building. And like, once you realize that it makes life so much easier. No, it does. And yeah. that phone probably cost them two bucks to manufacture for that top layer. And they sent it to me. It's, it's actually, I contacted them two days ago and it arrived at my house just right now. Alan texted me. So for free, they just sent yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. But actually, yeah, so you bought that on Amazon? No, um, I went straight through their website. Oh, just went right it's easier. Their... I think they can do the return thingy easier. Oh, easier? Yeah, because Amazon has like the 30-day policy, and they're like, you get the full 100 days. Oh, okay. Take care of you. Okay, so you can literally just go right to their website or uh, Amazon. I didn't even know it was on Amazon because it was like locally, but I was just going to say. But if you wanted Dude, to shop Everything's one, on Amazon. Yeah, because everything's on Amazon. If you want to go to Amazon, you go to the Sasquatch.net, and you click on that Amazon banner and shop like you normally do. Maybe you want to get a Tuft & Needle mattress, you know? Uh, with the, the approval of Annabelle, you know. Yeah, so. and if you have an Amazon gift card, stack them on top of that. Got one for the holidays. There you go. Use so. both. Yeah. But uh, Matthew, yo, I figured I'd ask you. What's up? Before I do anything, any more questions you want to ask? <laughs> <laughs> any more questions that I want to ask? I was trying to be social, man. Dude, you're totally fine. I just, I feel bad because it feels like I'm going like, all right, I think that, and you're like, wait, I have more. So if you have more, like, I'm more than happy to keep going. I told my boring mattress story to get us all sleepy. No, I just figured figured the weekend's coming up. People want to unwind, relax, get home, sleep on their tuft and needle mattresses. (laughs) Then you go to Amazon.com, but you don't go to Amazon. You go to Sasquatch.net, click on that Amazon banner, and shop like you normally do. You go to a place if you do, you know. And then, uh, yeah, so everything's good. We just became like NPR right now. So uh, Matthew, so I heard there was a wine and cheese all. Uh, this weekend, I uh, think I uh, might, might check out. Um, Did you get your VIP ticket? Uh, yeah. I, got, I, I got hear it. that the Manchego is quite nice. It, and yeah. the, the brie is going to blow your mind. Well, it was the season of brie. Yeah, it, it, really, it, <laughs> it really, really was. It really was, yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, so we're going to have a horrible jazz band playing next up. Um, actually, they're actually, they're not that horrible. <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's my uh, son just banging on a bucket. Oh, uh, yeah, that's for, I forgot that. That is horrible. Yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah. No, actual jazz music won't let us play their music because we have to pay money, huh? and uh, we don't have that kind of money. What's so. your kid's name again? Uh, John Jangle Jemerheimer Smith. Oh, uh, that's right. Hey, that's my name, too. Yeah, and whenever oh we go goodness. out, you know, people just scream and shout. There goes John Jangle Jemerheimer Schmidt. Da-da. And they always say da 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 da. But I'm like, he doesn't have a da 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 at the end of his name. Yeah, that, just, that gets me confused. But the sad thing is, when it happens, I say da 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 too. You just get caught up in the, the fever, you know. The fever. It really yeah. is a fever. It's a fever dream of just tyranny and horrible, horrible night terrors. So, anyways, we're uh, probably going to wrap up this episode of uh, boring. Boring men talking. That is the um, lightest talk I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew's like, he's like, this is actually kind of soothing. I know, I was, I was fucking on board. <laughs> like, I, I could do that. We'll have to come up with a skit with that at some point. I think that was it right that's there. It. We're, we're good. We're done. We just, that's our ninth podcast now. Matthew's like, we're one and done. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. like to repeat things, Steve. You um, want to do a new podcast, just do that for one full hour. <laughs> I, the sad thing is we probably could. We, we, yeah. Actually, it's not sad. We should do that. 
It'd be funny, I think. I need to do a bonus episode. Bonus episode or whatnot. But uh, I want to thank everyone for showing up tonight, being live with us on the studio. I want to thank all the listeners for checking us out. Um, Eric, of course, always in the chat room. Oh, um, Eric will be on the show next week. Yes, we're going to talk about that real quick. Matthew, you're, you're going on vacation. Yeah, I won't be there. So, uh, Eric, Eric's coming back, so that's going to be a big, big uh, show next week. Uh, so we'll uh, figure I that out. I think it's always funny that shit happens. That you Have make, you noticed that? that uh, I'm always out on, like, big occasions. Yeah. I'm always gone. <laughs> well, because Matthew... I think this shit's happening behind my back. This is a fucking conspiracy right here. Oh, I was actually going to give you a good compliment. Oh, <laughs> I was like, Matthew, I, I, Matthew, I think the thing is, is uh, you have a life, and <laughs> this is my life, so... Oh. Because, actually, if Eric wasn't on the show next week, it'd literally just be me going like, so, uh, yeah, we're going to the... Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I would love every single bit of that. I would, <laughs> I would download it and listen to it offline. That's how much I like it. Um... Yeah, so I want to thank our guests for coming on, Annabelle, as always. And I want to thank uh, Matt and Sarah for uh, coming on and showing us uh, two geeks who – shit, I just fucking – Geeks who eat. Geeks who eat. I'm like, geek who geek – thank you, Matthew. You got it. Uh, two geeks who eat is their YouTube. Yes. Uh, Correct? Yes. 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 Someone's got me covered. I got – I lost everything. Um this is what happens. But yeah, so... Uh, I'm you. just eager to learn about this fucking secret. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to play that. Oh, yeah. We're going to play that song. But yeah. Just hovering over it. Let's play it. So, of course, everybody, thank you for listening. And, of course, until next time, you better... Oh, tap that says... I'll see you in a few weeks. Bye-bye. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Fuck this shit, I'm out. No thanks. Don't mind me. I'ma just grab my stuff and leave. Excuse me, please. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Nope. Fuck this shit, I'm out. All right then. I don't know what the fuck just happened, but I don't really care. I'ma get the fuck up out of here. Fuck this shit, I'm out. There's something I know that no one else does. You want me to tell you what it is? But if I did that, then it wouldn't be a secret. Gotta move my body tonight. I'm gonna go dancing, dancing, dancing. Dreaming about the nights at the club, the fun and romancing. Mommy sees the look in my eye. She can tell something's different. Daddy doesn't understand why, but he can tell something's different. I've got a
I trim my boots. 